0: Music lover. You're next. <laughs> drunk piano player. You're so drunk you can't hit nothing. In fact, you're probably seeing double. I have two guns, one for each
1: of you.
2: Tombstone is a western film released in 1993 and directed by George Cosmatos. Tombstone tells the story of Wyatt Earp, a retired lawman who is forced back into work to serve law and order in the city of Tombstone, Arizona. The movie is available on Hulu. Please consider watching this film before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. Led by Curly Bill Brocious, an outlaw gang known as the Cowboys interrupt a wedding and leaves several attendees murdered in retaliation for the death of two of their members. As they depart, a local man says that they will suffer for the consequences for their violent act. Wyatt Earp, a retired lawman, settles in the city at Tombstone with his brothers Morgan and Virgil. Wyatt's friend, Doc Holliday, who happens to be ailing of tuberculosis, helps them get settled in. Wyatt is able to obtain a job at a saloon, but encounters the cowboys one afternoon. During the encounter, Doc and Curly Bill's right-hand man, Johnny Ringo, trade insults back and forth in Latin, causing friction between the two. One night, Curly Bill begins to shoot aimlessly around town. The local marshal is shot and killed when he warns Curly Bill to hand over his firearm. Y helps apprehend Curly Bill, thus angering the cowboys. However, Curly Bill is released since there were no witnesses at the scene. Fed up with the lack of law and order around town, Virgil becomes the new marshal and bans the use of firearms leading to a shootout at the O.K. Corral, leaving two cowboys dead. Days later, in retaliation, Morgan and Virgil are attacked by the cowboys. Morgan dies Virgil is left without the use of his left arm. Afterwards, Wyatt informs the cowboys that he is leaving town. Two cowboys follow Wyatt at a train station. However, Wyatt surprises them with an attack and lets them know that he is the new marshal in town, and vows to kill any member of the cowboys. Leading a new group of men who despise the cowboys, Wyatt and his men are ambushing in the creek. Wyatt shoots and kills Curly Bill during the scuffle. Now in command, Ringo angrily challenges Wyatt to a showdown. Wyatt agrees, but when he arrives, Doc is there to greet Ringo. Despite Doc's health declining over time, he is able to kill Ringo in the shootout. The film ends with Wyatt and his men ending the cowboys once and for all. The narrator states that years later, Doc succumbed to tuberculosis and Wyatt began a new life. You know, I saw a list on Twitter not too long ago that said that The Outsiders was the movie for the most or for the best ensemble cast. Nah, 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 nah. If you ask me, it's this one, Tombstone, one of the greatest Western films of all time. This movie is fucking sick. I absolutely love this one, and I can't wait to get started. So without further ado, let's start off season five. So welcome, everybody, to episode number 53. Fifty-three of beer in a movie with the Side Boys. We're your hosts. Fantastic as always. I'm Tiki the Dominator, and I'm Danny Tombstone, brother. Yep. I might have mentioned this that uh, the recap episode, but this is a season where it's just going to be suggestions from you and I. Mm-hmm. All right, not sorry for, to the fans, sorry listeners, uh, for any suggestions, but it's six picks from Danny, six picks from me, and this is Danny's pick. The first one, and this was not supposed to be. Oh, this wasn't really in the original one. It wasn't until like not too long ago where I saw it on your list. And I was like, oh shit, you added tombstone. And I couldn't fucking wait to get to it, bro. So super glad that you, is there a reason why you wanted to choose this one? Just for the badassery of it? Or is there a reason? Yeah, I just love this movie, man.
0: When we were deciding on movies that we wanted for the season. Mm -hmm. I had, I didn't originally pick this one, but then I was like, you know what? I, I feel like I need to do this one. Mm -hmm. The first two of this season that I picked, I feel like I needed to do them. Just Mm -hmm. because, I don't know. I just
2: love them. They're great. Awesome, man. I'm super stoked you are, man. This this cast is excellent, man. It's so sick to go back to watch this movie and see how these... Uh, I mean, like, some of them are already established, you know, like Kurt Russell and, mm-hmm. you know, all those other guys. But then, about- like, yeah. And then, yeah, we'll get to those <laughs> a little later. But then, you see, like, even the side characters, how they've developed over time. And some of them are not too important in the movie, but I'll bring up uh, some of them just as much. And we'll get into the characters, the plot, all that good shit for this fucking amazing movie. But... Discussion does not start without opening up some beer. So, brother, let me know we drinking tonight.
0: Tonight we are drinking a beer from New Belgium. It is a Voodoo Ranger series Fruit Force IPA. It is a fruit punch IPA. I don't know about that, man. It sounds I know like, sounds you didn't like have heartbreak.
2: a you didn't have one a beer. So I saw this at the store, dude. I'm like, fuck it, dude. There's some they're rangers, right? <laughs> Sheriffs, marshals, all that. Fuck it, ranger. Fuck it. Close enough. It smells like fruit punch. It does, man. Sounds good. Uh, let me see. I just get a stroke right here. Bottoms up, brother. Ooh. That's interesting. <sighs> oh, man. Yo, I'm digging this, man. Yeah. You definitely get You can smell the fruit punch, and then you can definitely taste it. Um, that bitterness of the IPA towards the end isn't as bad as I expected it to be. Yeah. Because the fruit punch definitely overpowers it. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a 9.5 percenter, brother. It's got some bite to it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm digging this shit, though. I don't know. I feel like I'm torn on this one, at least from the first couple sips here. You know, I did when, whenever I watch Tombstone, mm. for whatever reason, I like to uh, drink Miller's, uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, Coors Banquet. Mm. I don't know why. I just like the bottle with it or whatever. And then I just, I always tend to drink that beer when I check out Tombstone. That's good beer. It is, man. Did we review that one? I don't remember. Coors Banquet? Yeah. Uh, we did. That was the Barfa. Yep. Yeah. 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 With the, shot of whiskey that i drank mm-hmm. like a little bitch yeah you know? <laughs> all yeah, right let me get one more sip right here brother then we're gonna get into the shout out of the week and we're gonna do story time with danny <laughs> all right so bottoms up brother cheers Mm-hmm. we talk listeners about the shout out of the week and the story time with you brother
0: yes so the shout out of the week is gonna go to my friend dominic duffert shout out dominic He is a uh, semi-listener, I would say. He doesn't listen every week, but he's heard more than a few of our episodes. Um, I've known him since elementary school, first day of school. I think we were watching um, some family videos when I went over his house, like when he was visiting his mom. And there was like a swim video, like swim lessons, and <laughs> he spotted me and my sister in the background. So oh. before we even knew each other, we kind of crossed paths. So oh, wow. Yeah. Shout out to the to good brother, Dominic. But uh, I guess I'll launch into the story time of Danny. Yeah, hey. Let's do it, right? Let's do this shit, bro. Mm-hmm. So this is a pretty fucked up story. <laughs> I want to hear it then. I just thought about it right now. <laughs> this is kind of like a dual shout out story, I guess. So obviously Dominic, but my other friend, James Kennedy, shout out and- Black Sapphire Zone over there. He's oh. also an occasional listener. There you go. Um one day, my friend James rolled up in his white truck. We used to call it White Lightning. And he <laughs> says, Hey man, I saw this dead coyote on the road. Let's go check it out. And I was like, the fuck? All right. You know, I was like 15 or 16 or whatever. So we drive into like the road somewhere. It's like late at night. I don't know. We had no good business being out at like 10 at night driving around. Mm-hmm. He pulls over. And there was, like, a coyote that got hit in the road. It was, like, fucked up. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. He's like, I'm going to throw it in the back of my truck. And I was like, what the fuck? So he, like, grabs a shovel because he had, like, guarding shit in the back of his truck. He throws it (laughs) in the back of his fucking truck. Uh And then he's like, all right, what do we do now? And I was already, like, freaked out. But I was like, let's go fuck with Dominic. We're going to (laughs) go tell him I got a new dog. And we're going to show him. So we fucking, at, like, 10, 30, 11 now at night, we drive to Dominic's house. Ring your bell and get him a call. Hey, man, check out my new dog. Like, uh, you, you got to meet him. His name's Rascal. So <laughs> he comes out there and it's like dark as shit because it's like 11, yeah. 11 o'clock at night, right? And you could see, you could see like the outline of a dog in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes up to it and he's like, oh, okay, cool. But why is it like not moving? <laughs> and my friend yeah. James is like, go ahead, pet it. Pet it. It's, it's just sleeping. <laughs> and he's about to pet it. He's like, oh, it smells like shit. And then, (laughs) and then, like, my friend James, he put the flashlight on, and Dominic was like, Oh, what the fuck? And he got, like, all, like, grossed out and shit. And he's like, You guys are fucked up. And then, oh, man, it was just stupid. It was, like, just stupid high school shit. I don't even know why the fuck we did it. And then we decided, all right, to respect the remains of Rascal, we drove to, like, this Guamie park that I live next to, and we buried the coyote. And then we put, like, a little, we put, like, a little, uh, what do they call it, a grave marker from two Home Depot paint sticks? Oh. We put "R.I.P. Rascal."
2: Oh, dude, I thought you were gonna say that. It turned into like a Tommy Boy thing, <laughs> and it fucking became alive all of a sudden. No, like this like this that. thing was the this thing was dead as dead could be. Man, yeah, that's my that's, a, that's my
0: fucked up story. What a
2: story, but bottoms up to that. Yes,
0: and my friend James actually did get a dog later on and named him Rascal.
2: Oh, look at that! Mm-hmm. How he, you said he's from uh, Arizona.
0: He's not from Arizona. He was uh, he lived with us in California, mm-hmm. and then he went to school in Arizona back 2004. Yeah. And he's stayed there ever since.
2: Oh, okay. Because, man, Tombstone takes place in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. We got some listeners out in Arizona. Shout out to Izzy Garcia, brother. Yeah. And to uh, my, my brother, Batman Alvarez. Much love to all you guys, man. We got some listeners out in Arizona, man. All right. So bottoms up again right here, brother, and then we're going to get into the ranking of this beer, huh? Cheers. Oh, and by the way, to Dominic. Thank you for um, recommending me the the book, Kindred. I went out of my way and read the book. It was a fantastic read. Thank you very much. I'm a big uh, bookworm. Mm. So, and, yeah. and lay off the chocos, brother. <laughs> yeah, they went to that. <laughs> All right, brother. This is your, uh, your movie pick. You, you go first on the, the, beer, okay. the beer ranking. Go for it. So bro.
0: when you showed me this beer, being a fruit punch IPA, it's like, I don't know whether to love it or hate it. Kind of like uh Doc Holiday, right? Yeah. With Ringo. Okay. um I don't, I feel like if he came up to me and said, Hey Daddy, you want a bowl of <laughs> of uh fruity pebbles? And I'd be like, Yeah, but instead of milk, we're giving you piss. <laughs> so it's like, fuck. Like obviously I'm not gonna eat it, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, I don't know, IPAs are just such an aggressive flavor, man. It's yeah. like it's like saying, like, oh, do you want some peach flavored pine salt? Like, <laughs> oh. And maybe you'll taste some peach, but you'll taste the pints all more, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so this one, it actually is disturbingly very fruit punch-like. It is. And it's good. The fruit punch of it is good, but the weird IPA-ness at the back end kind of yeah. like kicks me in the teeth. Yeah. That's where the, the what the fuck part comes in. But it's not terrible. It's just strange. So I'm going to give this one a 3.5 out of 5. Really? Yeah. It's, it's Oh. If you told me I had to drink an IPA, I'd probably pick this one, I guess. So. That's dude, saying something.
2: Well, I'm giving it the same ranking, brother, actually, three and a half. I, I thought I was going to, like, you were going to give it, like, a one or something no, like that, dude. No, no, Yeah, for the same reason you said, dude, it's, uh, you get a lot of the fruit punch. Yeah. The IPA part at the very end is, yeah, it's very true. It just, it does hit you a little bit. Yeah. Um, this is pretty solid, though, dude. I didn't know what else we could drink for, uh, like, Tombstone and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I mean, we tried to look into, like, beers from, like, Arizona. To have yeah. it delivered to us. And it's like, oh, it's not in season. Fuck uh-huh. out of here. Dog. <laughs> you know, it's not like we're going to fucking drive all the way over there just for beer and shit like that. Exactly. You know, so three and a half for me as well, brother. Awesome. All right, bottoms up. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get into our introduction to Tombstone, bro. So my introduction to this, because I, I watched Tombstone like fairly late. I was, I'd say like not until like, I don't know, maybe 2010 until I f- first watched. Oh, movies. really? Yeah. And the reason why is because on AMC, like, they'll do the the replay of it, mm. like, every now and then. Yeah. And I've always heard of Tombstone. I always have, you know, who the fuck has it, right? And, uh, but I never, like, sat down and watched it. I know what it's about. I've I've known other, like, Wyatt Earp uh, movies. Mm. Like, I believe Kevin Costner yeah. was in one, and it was, like, panned, right? Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Neither have I. So, I remember watching AMC, and then I, I flipped through the channels. It was on. And it was a certain scene that I'll get into later. And it just captivated me. And I was like, dude, like, I like the intensity of this scene. I just like it so much. And it kept my attention the whole fucking time. And I watched it. And then that same week, I went out and bought it. Mm. And I said, this is a fucking amazing Western film, dude. Yeah, Not just like a Western. Just overall, it's a damn good film, man. Mm-hmm. And I just, I like, do you have an introduction to this film?
0: Yeah, I saw this movie way back, I think. I didn't see it in theaters because I was way too young, but... Mm-hmm. Because uh, what year did this come out? 93. 93, 93 yep. Yeah. yeah. I was, uh, I was still too young, but I remember my dad is a big Western fan. So he watched a lot of the old school ones with like John Wayne and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, he rented this movie and watched it. So I saw it way back when, probably like 94, maybe 95. And I loved it back then too, leaving as a little kid. Cause I don't know, the characters just really nailed it. They killed it in this yeah. movie. Yeah. And, um, Ever since then, I think maybe since I was young, I didn't watch it again maybe until like 2000. But since then, I've watched
2: this movie probably over like 20 times. Same, same, brother. Because like anytime I'll flip through the channels and this movie's on, I stop and make sure I watch it, dude. Yeah. It's that fucking sick. Mm. So let's get into the premise of this film now. So we have a retired lawman with a reputation named Wyatt Earp. He goes to Tombstone, Arizona to get rich, basically. So he's going out there to get settled with his brothers. Uh, there's a gang known as the Cowboys. Yep. They're there just wreaking havoc. And basically because of them, he is forced to get back into uh lawman business to set, like to serve law and order, basically. Yeah. Right. A lot of stuff happens in between. And now I'm getting get into the characters, brother. And the amount the array <laughs> of talent in this fucking yeah. movie is is amazing, yep. man. All right, and let's start off with White Earp, right? Played by fucking Kurt Russell, man. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome, dude. This is like, I, I had seen like Kurt Russell in other films w- like way before. And then I saw this one and this is the one I actually think of him the most. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Although like you can say it because I remember I uh, I believe I did mention it when we covered uh Big Trouble in Little China that the vision of him just with the. The jeans and the the white uh-huh. shirt, you know, it's like yeah. that. I remember that so vividly. Mm. But to me, Kurt Russell is the best White Herb I've ever seen. Mm. Okay, All right. And then he's got uh, she's a side character, but he does have a wife named Maddie. Mm-hmm. I don't know the lady's name, the the actress in it, but let's just remember that he has a wife, Maddie. That's mm-hmm. her name, All right? And then the rest of the herbs, his brothers Morgan are played by the the late Bill Paxton, bro. Mm-hmm. Bill Paxton's fucking awesome, brother. Yeah. I Oh man. I miss Bill Paxton so much, dude. The, the, I believe the week the the week that you and I met, he died. Yeah, I
0: always forget that it happened a while ago. Yeah.
2: Man. Fuck, dude. I miss Bill Paxton. I everything I ever saw Bill Paxton and I I, I very much enjoyed him. I, I've never seen him put a uh bring out a shitty performance, dude. Yeah. All right. And the older brother of the Earp family is Virgil Earp, played by Sam Elliott. <laughs> Good old Sam Elliott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I always feel like he's always playing like a Western character. Yeah, he can be. He... I don't think I've ever seen him in anything that isn't a Western because I always see him like in a cowboy hat and the boots and everything like that. I've
0: seen him in other roles, but uh-huh. he definitely was typecast more into like
2: that gruff old Western uh-huh. type of character more does often. He, does he always have that mustache too? Because I've only seen yeah. him with the mustache. Dude.
0: Uh, I think I've seen him like, I mean, one or two roles where he doesn't, where he's like clean shaven, but it's just weird. Fuck. That... I got
2: to, I got to find a, I got to Google picture for that. Uh huh. All right. And then we're going to get into in my opinion the fucking most badass character in this movie. And that is Doc Holiday played by fucking Val Kilmer, bro. <laughs> yeah. And I want to say this, brother. It is fucking criminal that the Academy did not even fucking give him a nomination for this. Yeah. He was fucking amazing in this, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, I f- for my money, dude, Doc Holiday will go down as one of my favorite characters in in cinema history. Yep. He is that badass in it, man. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we're going to get, oh, but I forgot to mention Doc Holliday is uh, the ERP's like, uh, uh, homie. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like a, like a, he, and he, he makes it known that he doesn't really have friends and shit, but Wyatt Earp is one of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Then we're going to get into the Cowboys that are the outlaws of this. And we're going to start with the leader, Curly Bill Broch, is played by Powers Booth. Yeah. You know, dude, uh, whenever you brought, when you brought frailty to my attention, dude, it made me sad because Powers Booth and Bill Paxton were both in it, and now they're no longer with us. Yeah, and Powers Booth, I don't recall seeing him anything where he plays the good guy. He's always <laughs> a villain, is he not, dude?
0: Yeah, I would say I want to say that I have seen him play like a normal
2: character, but he definitely, uh huh, he nails the villain uh-huh. aspect. He's got the voice for it too, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he's got a distinct like voice where. I want him to be a a bad guy, honestly. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, his right hand man is Johnny Ringo, fastest gunman in the West, played by Michael Bean. Yep. Right. And I gotta say this, dude. Before I go any further, I was uh, I did some like research on Tombstone, mm-hmm. and I was able. I was supposed to do more and more, but then I I stumbled upon a video with Michael Bean talking about his uh his experience making Tombstone, mm-hmm. and he said it was not exactly a good experience because the director. George Cosmatos was a piece of shit. Huh. Yeah, he said that he only said five words to him the entire time on the set. Mm. And the words were, go fuck yourself, George. <laughs> yeah. But isn't yourself one word? <laughs> yeah. Because he said, go fuck yours- yourself, George. Uh, he went like that. Word, syllable, same thing, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. So, yeah, apparently he treated people like trash. And basically, Kurt Russell took over the whole like behind-the-scenes stuff. uh uh-huh. So, basically... Kurt Russell should be given more credit for directing Tombstone than George P. Cosmatos. And shit, all right? Then we're going to get into some other uh, cowboys. Uh, Ike Clanton. He is the fucking coward yeah. of the fucking cowboys, man. Played by Stephen Lang. All right? Did you watch Avatar, bro? No, I haven't. Okay, I wouldn't say go out of your way to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's like, say, Inception. Yeah. You know, if you've gone this far without watching Avatar, you're, you're not really missing much. But I saw Avatar, and I remember like the bad guy in that movie. I was like, "This fucking guy looks familiar." Mm-hmm. And then it turns out it was fucking Ike Clanton, dude.
0: I think I've. He's a lot older, obviously. I think I've seen him in stuff that I just didn't know because mm-hmm. I never knew his name. But he does really well in the role in this film.
2: Yeah, he does, man. Uh, I Clanton has a brother named Billy Clanton, played by fucking young Thomas Hayden Church, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Shit, okay, like I've already named a grip of badass, like fucking, like, like well-established actors, man. Uh-huh. No, there's another one I want to bring up though. That's Sherman McMaster's, yep. played by Michael Rooker, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. I felt
0: like he needed more screen time because I liked yeah. his character. Yeah, he was just kind of like a taste, and
2: then poof. Yeah, but dude, he does do a fucking bonehead thing. I'll, we'll get into that a little later. Mm-hmm. I believe in my notes, I wrote down Ben right next to it. Dude. <laughs> a little more on that, and then there's a couple side characters I'm gonna bring up. Uh, Josephine. Uh, is a woman, she's like an actress in the theater. Mm -hmm. She becomes White Earp's uh, love interest eventually in this movie, played by a lovely lady named Dana Delaney. Uh, And then right away when you see her, she's kind of like in a relationship somewhat loose with uh, Johnny Behan, who is like the main sheriff of Tombstone, Mm -hmm. played by John Tenney. The thing about Behan, though, is like, he says that he's like, uh, oh, I'm in charge of uh, this thing, Mm -hmm. this thing. But nothing really goes of it. He's just known as the sheriff, huh? But he doesn't yeah. even do any sheriff
0: work. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of like the, mm-hmm. the thing. He's he's like this smooth-talking, blustering yeah. guy. He's He is the sheriff, but he don't do shit. <laughs> he don't. But, yeah, he's also like the lot commissioner and yeah. all this other stuff.
2: Yeah. And along the way, there are more characters, and we're going to bring them up who they are. And what do you say, brother? One more uh, swig for the good minute right here. Bottoms up. Cheers. And we're going to get into this badass movie that is Tombstone. Bottoms up, brother. Cheers. <sighs> All right, so the film begins in 1879. It's a cool little intro. It's like, uh, basically, there's silver uh, found in tombstone. So people are like, oh, shit, I'm hitting the tombstone to get rich kind of thing over there. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are going there for a better life, including the cowboys. And that is the intro to this fucking movie, is that there is a wedding. And one thing I got to bring up about the cowboys is that uh, one thing that you know about them is that they're a cowboy if they have a red sash with them, right? So they go to a wedding and they basically just fucking kill. They massacre the, everybody in this wedding because the first thing you see is you see Curly Bill saying, you all t- y'all killed two cowboys. So this is basically a retaliation hit, mm-hmm. right? And you see Ike Clanton. You see Johnny Ringo there. You see a guy there. He's one of the cowboys. He's not in it, he's not in the movie a whole lot, but he's like a, a span he speaks Spanish. Yeah. He's Mexican. Uh-huh. Right? And it's funny because there's uh he's telling one of the, the guy whose wedding it is, right? He tells him uh Curly Boat wants him to get on his knees so he can like, basically beg and shit like that. Uh-huh. So he's having him beg, but he doesn't want to, but he then translates some other bullshit from someone else. Uh-huh. And then Ringo says Your Spanish is worse than your English. I know, right? The guy's (laughs)
0: supposed to be Mexican,
1: right?
2: Yeah. And thing is, dude, like, uh, I exactly understood what he was saying, the Uh guy. So it's like, come on, fucker, translate better. Yeah. Come on, dude. I feel
0: like uh, this reminds me of shout-out number (laughs) 8,995,000, Ned Nava, dude. Every time I ask him, like, what does this guy say? And he's like, uh, well... He's like he he can never like tell me like what it mean you know, like, and I'm like damn it you speak Spanish? And he's like no I I understand it better than I can speak it right so that's it reminds me of that. It
2: doesn't matter Ned as long as we we understand you brother yeah. Much love to the good brother Ned now. Mm. Shout out seventy seven thousand eight hundred forty seven approximate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes the Cowboys man they they destroy this family kill them right right before uh because there's like a whole like. Diner set basically this like dinner table set up for them to all eat up, and there's a pastor that says basically that anything for all that you've done, like basically like karma's gonna get you for all this shit, Mm -hmm. and then Johnny Ringo fuck it shoots him man, and uh, right off the bat you see Johnny Ringo man he's like he doesn't say a whole lot right bro Johnny Ringo doesn't say a whole lot he's very like quiet. Uh, but this fucking guy means business, man. Mm-hmm. He actually translates
0: what the priest was saying, right? He, yeah. He's telling that he's quoting the Bible mm-hmm. about the beware
2: of the man on the pale horse. Yeah. He comes with death or something, right? hmm And then we get into the introduction of Wyatt Earp. And, dude, what a badass that he is, dude. He comes out of, the like, a train, right, with mm-hmm. his wife, Maddie. Yeah. And you see, like, this random guy just, like, fucking whipping a horse. Yeah. And Wyatt grabs the whip and starts whipping the guy uh-huh. and he says hurts don't it and i just think that's like as fuck dude because he just took the horse from him yeah. so now he just has like yeah. it's like transportation right there now yeah, and he
0: does like he does this a few times throughout the movie too like <laughs> you could it's there oh to, yeah it's there to establish that he's kind of
2: a badass he takes charge
0: mm-hmm. not
2: afraid of shit yeah and he is retired like i mentioned he's headed to tombstone uh, for a better life. Mm-hmm. And he brings his brothers along to join him, man. This is the introduction to Virgil and Morgan. And they bring their wives along for the trip and shit. And he, here's the one thing that's like interesting about like the wives. The I would say the only noteworthy thing is that Maddie has an opium problem. Mm-hmm. Right. So um I believe it's Virgil's wife that asked her, like, oh, which the thing is, is like they it looks kind of like they just barely met, right? Uh-huh. But then she's like, oh, would you like some laudanum? Like, it's yeah. like, how would you know what she needs?
0: <laughs> I think it's because uh, Maddie, she says, like, oh, I have a headache. And then Wyatt says, oh, don't you take some of that, you know, medicine? And mm-hmm. she's like, I already finished the bottle. He's like, already? Mm. And that's when um, Virgil's wife's like, oh, do you I have some laudanum? You want this? And mm-hmm.
2: then. Wait, that... Do you know what that is, bro? It, is it like liquid? "Uh, it, It's not liquid opium, obviously. Right? It's... It can't be. But is it's something to get you high or something to...
0: Well, yeah, back then, pharmacology was still kind of in its infancy, mm-hmm. especially in America. So this stuff was probably on par with, like, morphine. Oh, shit. So it, it is like an opiate, and it's, like, definitely something you couldn't get today. Yeah, Like yeah. Over the counter. Yeah. But, yeah, they used to sell that shit like candy. You can go, oh, give me some, you know, heroin, you know, <laughs> give me some <laughs> yeah. cocaine. All right, yeah.
2: yeah. Some of that cocaine, dude? Yeah, that yeah. cocaine <laughs> I don't want none of this I I do with some of that cocaine <laughs> All right, man uh, Next scene, dude We get into a saloon And this is where we see Doc The introduction of Doc Holiday. He has a lady Does this chick have a name, dude? Oh, uh, shit Now that you mentioned it I don't know I don't know But it's just the like The devil? <laughs> I mean, like uh, Because I I think, oh. I think these two were perfect together, though, mm-hmm. man because they both are kind of pieces of shit, in a way. But yeah. you kind of root for Doc because he's so charismatic. Uh-huh. And, you know, we were already, like, siding with Wyatt to begin with. Yeah. And then we know that they're, they're homies and shit like
0: that. She does have a name because remember later on when they go to the theater, mm-hmm. when uh, okay. Virgil, he says, evening, Doc. And then he says the girl's name, too. Oh, uh, okay. But I now it's escaping me that you asked.
2: Yeah, okay. So he's with her. He's playing poker, right? And he's playing poker with Ed Bailey played by fucking Frank Stallone, dude. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, do, do yourself a favor, everyone, if you're listening to this. If you have not have checked out our episode of Barfly, please do so. Because Frank Stallone, I think, I mean, Sly gets all the credit like he deserves. Mm. But I very much enjoyed Frank Stallone as Eddie the bartender in Barfly. now. He does pretty good here, too. Yeah. You're going to say you're going to pay for that goddamn (laughs) beer. You should have put the fucking cigarette in his beer or something, dude. But, yes, dude, so he's pissed off because Doc fucks him up at poker, Uh right? And he fucking stabs him. But hold on, let me pause real quick, bro. The thing I forgot to mention, I think the most important thing about this that we need to bring up about Doc is that Doc looks like shit, bro, yep. because he is dying, man. Yep. He has tuberculosis, mm-hmm. all right? So it, throughout this whole movie, Doc does not look well, man. Yeah. He looks progressively fucking worse and worse, mm-hmm. all right? So, yes, he stabs Ed Bailey, fucking kills him, she takes his money, takes all the other money, uh, and then the, him and the lady fucking take off. Mm-hmm. all right so that's what an introduction right there dude uh they kind of made me be like oh dude this guy is kind of a piece of shit but then when <laughs> but then when I see him that he's cool with Wyatt then I'm like all right maybe this fool's actually pretty cool
0: I don't know I didn't get that because he <laughs> no? he was nice to that guy he was like um he's like you know we're friends if he weren't my friend it would break my heart or something you know <laughs> like sure
2: I mean that you're right bro because like fucking Bailey's the one who took out the shank anyways right
0: yeah they were like he was like remember he even uh Doc pulls out his guns and he lays him on the table. It's like, there, we could be friends again. Uh-huh. And then that's when the guy pulls out the knife. And then Doc has to pretty much stab him. Yeah. It's like, Doc isn't a real piece of
2: shit. Like, he gave this guy a chance, you know? hmm And then, brother, this is when, like, uh, Wyatt and the brothers, Morgan and Virgil, mm-hmm. they arrive in Tombstone. And this is the introduction to uh, Beehan, the sheriff, who says, oh, I'm in charge of all these lots. I'm in charge of this. And then he says, oh, I'm Wyatt Earp. And he's like, oh, Wyatt Earp. Right, because mm. the reputation the White Earp has as like a lawman, yep, made its way all the way to Tombstone, Arizona. Yes, so because of that, he says, oh, I can, I can get you a place to stay. You're not gonna get a better deal." Yep, that's how much of, of like the shit White Earp was, man. Yeah, right. Uh, and the thing about this too is that we also get the introduction of uh, of a side character, uh, Marshall Frank White, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, okay, so hold on, he so if Behan's the sheriff. There's also a marshal. Yep. Marshal White. Yeah. Okay. So whenever there's a problem, who takes matters into their own hands? Who? Shouldn't both be fucking doing it? No, so this is
0: this is more of my college days of like law and stuff. So the sheriff, he is the lawman of the county. It's kinda mm. like it still works this way today. You have like the San Diego Sheriff. Their jurisdiction covers all of San Diego County. In this case, Behan, He's the sheriff of uh, whatever the county tombstone falls in, mm-hmm. right? And the marshal, he is kind of like the head lawman of the city. So this would be oh, like within. Th- so it. this would be like Escondido Police Department. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. Uh, so technically any kind of like if there was a fight outside my door, I wouldn't call the San Diego sheriff. I mm-hmm. would call the Escondido Police. Gotcha, bro.
2: Because there's a scene that happens later on mm. that we'll get into where I thought Behan, you're a bitch dog. <laughs> yeah, if he, you're well, a sheriff, you should you can handle it yourself as he well. Could. He, he could. He definitely could. He uh, could, right? Yeah. All right, so Marshall uh, Frank White says that basically tells Wyatt and his brothers that there really isn't law here because the cowboys are the law here. Yeah. And then he also is the one that points out the red sashes and shit like that. Hmm. And then we get into a fucking dope scene right here, brother. This is the Oriental Saloon, right? So nothing but high rollers go into this fucking saloon. Yeah. All right. And then uh, Wyatt goes in, he's talking to Milt, the fucking bartender. bartender, Thank you. And off to the distance, you can hear a like a poker uh game going on, right? Mm. And this motherfucker is just so loud and obnoxious. He's like slapping the people he's like (laughs) he's he's playing with. He's being really condescending and shitty. Uh And this is Johnny Tyler, played by fucking Billy Bob Thornton, brother. (laughs) He's just he just comes out as a piece of shit. Yep. Right. So Wyatt tells Mel like, "Why don't you get rid of this guy?" And he's like, "Oh, that's easy for you to say, man." And he's like, "Well, I think I'll do it." <laughs> like it's the way he walks up, like he gives him a cigar, dude, right? Uh-huh. And just, dude, he's like why lights it's... it up? Dude and... lights it up. He just goes up to him. He's smoking it, fucking like I a G like...
0: that he is. Dude, he even says, "Hey, you're
2: sitting in my chair." Dog. <laughs> just wanna <laughs> let you know, you're sitting in my seat. Yeah. He's like, "Is that a fact?" <laughs> yeah, blows a smoke. That's a fact. <laughs> Fuck, dude. And then he he like dares him to fucking do something, right? Uh-huh. And then, dude, he begins to just starts fucking big slapping the piss out of him bro Mm -hmm. and one of my favorite quotes right here brother because he he slaps him three times yep and then he starts bleeding so why it says are you gonna do something you're just gonna stand there and bleed that is (laughs) fucking gangsta bro yeah and then he basically just he grabs him by the ear and tells him get the fuck out of here Mm -hmm. man and just like that he says i'll take 25 percent." what does that mean what do you say Milton yep. and just like that he acquires a fucking job dude yeah. no application needed for a fucking badass <laughs> like Whiteer. Yeah. and being the good brother that he is he brings Virgil and Morgan along yeah right fucking sick dude and as soon as they come out man you see fucking Doc Holiday shows up man mm-hmm. it's fucking sick dude oh one thing I forgot to mention dude like well, actually no, no no we're gonna get there right now is that when he meets with doc holliday it's like the first time they've seen each other in a while right yeah and he tells him like oh well poker's a fair game or whatever he says Mm -hmm. and shit like that and then you see fucking johnny tyler coming back right and he has a shotgun with him because he wants to (laughs) fuck him up so doc says johnny tyler (laughs) what are you doing with that shotgun he's like he's like doc I don't know you was in town and then <laughs> and then that's when they're starting to talk and then he says yeah. like why Herb, good to see you again right yep and then he's like white herb and he's like and then he doesn't even acknowledge him dude anymore after he grabbed yeah. him by the ear and fucking took him out, he's still fucking bleeding too uh-huh. like whoa fucking hey, dude and then and then morgan virgil white and doc just start having a nice little conversation and then the back you still see johnny tyler in the back he's not doing shit and they're mm-hmm. like and then doc's like oh johnny I forgot you were there. You may go now. Like, just like a meaningless piece of shit that he is. Yeah. And then Wyatt being the badass that he is, he just, yeah, just leave that shotgun. It's right, leave it. And he's like, okay, thank you. And then fucking leaves like a little bitch. We don't see Billy Bob again. Yep. Fuck, dude, that's, dude. There's a scene, there's a shot right there in that scene. The fucking talent in that fucking shot, dude. The three Earp brothers, mm. Val Kilmer, like, Dude, Billy Bob, like, fuck, dude. It's so good, man. Yeah. All these years later, how much talent is in this fucking movie? It's so fucking good. And then while they're there, dude, uh, Behan comes in. Yeah. And here's the one thing I did, because, like, I don't know if there was, like, a backstory or not, but Wyatt basically says, uh, Behan, have you met my friend mm-hmm. Doc Holiday? And he mm-hmm. says, piss on you, Wyatt. Yep. Uh, I-, I wonder why,
0: dude. Cause... Because uh, Doc Holliday this movie's loosely based off in you know, the true life, right? Mm-hmm. Doc Holiday wasn't, he wasn't a law and order guy. He was pretty much kind of like an outlaw. Mm-hmm. So when Wyatt is saying, you know, here, here's this town sheriff, he's like, he's pretty much like piss on you. Like, you <laughs> know, it, it would be like,
2: I, I can't explain it, but. Like, he, you're like, here's the motherfucker. Here's yeah. The la- one of the last motherfuckers you want to see exactly. if you want to do your fucking life and mm-hmm. shit like exactly, that. Exactly, yep. Uh, okay. Thank you, brother, for cleaning that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that uh, White Herb says is that he tells Behan he's like, oh, you know what would be good is a a racetrack would be be Mm -hmm. good. And then he's like, oh, that's not a bad idea because this place, Tombstone, is growing. And it's getting to be very sophisticated. And boom, on cue, you hear a fucking gunshot, dude. (laughs) Right? And uh, it's two people that get fucking killed just like that. Uh, And they're shot by these uh, two characters. There's some side characters named Creek Johnson. By the way, that's a sick fucking cowboy name, dude. Yeah. Creek Johnson. (laughs) Give me that fucking name, dude. Yeah. And the other one is Jack Vermillion. Uh-huh. More of them a little later. But basically, here's the thing, is that they kill two fucking people right there, right? Mm. So then fucking uh, Marshal Frank White says, oh, I'm going to have to take your guns in. And then do they arrest them? Because all he says is, I'm going to have to take you in before a, sh- a judge or something like that. Yeah. But you don't see so, them get apprehended and shit. No,
0: I think he takes their guns and it's kind of just like, uh, there's- to get them back, they need to mm-hmm. go into you know court and stuff. Yeah, and, and even they say like, you know us, Law and Order all the time, right? Yeah, these guys are like kind of like they're not necessarily outlaws, but they're also kind of rough and tumbly type, you know, like mm-hmm. they're because they even say like I shot him, you know, in self defense, right? You know,
2: he called him a liar, That's why he shot him. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I mean back then it was it was literally mm-hmm. the Wild
2: West, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. that was legal. Oh yeah, okay, so that that was what I was gonna say because like. You clearly see that these guys killed two men. Mm-hmm. And then you see them later in the movie. Yeah. So nothing happened to them. Yep. Yeah. All right. So more on Jack Vermillion uh, and Creek Johnson. Fuck, what a name, man. And then we get the introduction to Josephine, right? She is coming out of a wagon. Um, and immediately she, like, sees Wyatt Earp and is, like, infatuated with this motherfucker, mm-hmm. right? And then coming out of the wagon with her is Mr. Fabian, played by fucking Billy Zane, dog. <laughs> Fuck, a young Billy Zane right here. Mm-hmm. Some Titanic connections now. Yeah. You think Bill Paxton said, hey, man, I know a guy that can play this fucking cocky motherfucker. Yeah. Billy Zane was in Titanic and he played his role fucking well. Yeah, and also the yeah. Phantom, right? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> but yes, uh, Fabian's like, a, 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 well, both of them, Fabian, Mr. Fabian and Josephine are like uh, theater play uh, actors, right? Yep. Yeah, we'll see them uh, right here. Actually, it's the next fucking scene. Uh, they are in a theater, and here's the thing, dude: the cowboys are in this like theater, right? Uh-huh. To me, the cowboys don't seem like a type of people that would like enjoy the theater.
0: I don't know. This whole scene I kind of know. pissed me off because it reminded me uh-huh. of like you know, you know, when you go to a movie theater and people talk too
1: loud.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, what's going oh on? yeah.
0: I mean, it plays in well to the scene to I like, kind of explain it, and
2: but... their characters
0: as well. Mm-hmm. But it's just like annoying. They're like, oh, that's the devil. And, you know, they're like explaining. It's like, shut the fuck
2: up. I'm yeah. trying to listen, you know? Just fucking watch, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, among the cowboys that are seating with them is this guy named uh, Billy. I don't, uh, forgive me for uh, not remembering his name because mm. there's a bunch of Giants, a bunch of Billies. Yeah. But there's a Billy that's a deputy in Tombstone. Yeah. Played by Jason Priestley, man.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Fucking good old fucking from the Beverly Hills 90210, dude. Yeah. I think that's probably why he's in this because he was still on that kind of fame. So, yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, is that Mr. Fabian, he's very, like, flamboyant, very charismatic. He does his whole, like, little set, you know, that he does. And then the cowboys, like, eat this shit up, man. They start fucking shooting their guns in the air. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the next act, which is somebody in a devil costume. And what's happening is that the, the, somebody's making a deal with the devil. Yeah. Um. And then uh, Curly Bill's right there and he says, well, I'd cross the devil. And he asked Ringo, what would you do? And he's like, I've already done it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, phew, cold-ass shit right there, man. The dark side of Johnny Ringo, man. We're going to see more of Johnny Ringo. Yeah. But fuck, dude, that was good as shit, man. Very much like that scene, man. And then when the the devil takes off the mask, it is Josephine. Maybe some symbolism right there, right? Yeah. Because, eh, we'll get into that a little later. Just got to save that, man. All right? And so then after the fucking uh, theater's over... Uh, Wyatt and Morgan Go to the Oriental To work right mm. But then Virgil doesn't go Because his lady Basically calls off for him Right Do <laughs> you notice that dude No I didn't notice that Because man. like Because uh, Virgil Has to go with them Because like They're part of the You know Because Wyatt acquired it f- Involving all three of them Yep So it's like Alright Morgan You ready to go to work Virgil you ready And then Virgil's wife Says not today Basically they're gonna fuck They're gonna <laughs> smash dude Right So how about that dude Like his lady Called off for him Huh? You know? <laughs> Be nice to fucking call off like that. <laughs> you know? Uh one thing I forgot to mention though is that like before that scene happened, uh Morgan looks up to the stars and he says, Yes, he why? He's like he's like, Why do you believe in God? And why doesn't really know what how to answer it, right? Mm. So then Morgan starts talking about like spiritualism, but he read a book on it and everything like that. And he talks about that when you die, you see a light, and that light means that you're going up to heaven. Yeah. Symbolism or Bucket a little foreshadowing right there right brother yeah uh some tough shit right there man and then they go into the oriental doc Holliday joins him again and then he asks wyatt do you consider yourself a married man to where he says yeah he is because oh what happens if she were to walk in mm-hmm. because like what uh, one thing i forgot to mention is that whenever you see josephine fucking white is always like gazing at her right yeah there's always that that fucking the way they look at each other is like huh like he wants this lady man yeah right but he can't he's a married man i say that laughingly because behan fucking laughs at it later on too Uh right with josephine dude Mm -hmm. and then like on cue fucking josephine walks in and he says i would ignore her Mm -hmm. right and that's exactly what he does he ignores her he's an oak He's an oak, man. Very good shit. And then, bro, this is... It gets to the fucking... The scene when I say that I had the introduction to this movie where I watched it on AMC, yeah. right? And it's this one, bro. Wyatt and his brothers are dealing. The Pharaoh, cow- yeah. Yep, the cowboys show up. And this is like, dude, this scene fucking captivated me, dude. Uh-huh. And I'm curious to see what version of this movie, like this part you saw, because I have this on DVD, so I watched it, yep. right, with subtitles. But, okay, so what happens is... The Cowboys come in, and they start basically talking shit to Wyatt, especially Ike, right? <laughs> yeah. Ike is like, "Cause law don't come right here, lawman yeah, or whatever, he, Kansas lawman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, they're saying that fucking they're the law here. You can't fuck with us, man. Yeah. Right? And then Johnny Ringo's right there, and he's looking right at fucking Doc Holliday, dude. And again, let's remember now, Doc is dying, man. He has tuberculosis. He looks like shit here, mm-hmm. right? And he looks at, Johnny Ringo looks right at Doc, and he says, are you retired? (laughs) And he says, no, I'm in my prime. Fuck, that is so dope. He's like, yeah, you look it, because he looks like shit, right? And then Johnny Ringo, man, because I need to, man, the words don't do justice right here, man. The setting in this is so good. Like, there's a lot, this fucking bar is packed. Yeah, everybody's watching, fresh, fresh off the theater. Yes, everybody all eyes are on this fucking scene right here, dude. And you feel like you are in the fucking scene watching them just talk, dude. Nah. It is so fucking good. And then Ringo, because Ringo, let's remember, he's the fastest gunman in the West, right? Yeah. He takes out his fucking gun and he starts fucking like like moving it all fucking badass with his hands, right? Uh-huh. Like he's gonna want to shoot like fucking Doc, right? Yeah, but this
0: is this is before or this is after you. you kind yeah, talk I, I, about the the
2: Latin. Yeah, because that, that's yeah, I fucked up right there. Because uh-huh. like I'm curious to you, brother. Like, because uh, on the DVD when mm. I watch it on the subtitles, yeah, it it only says speaking Latin. in Latin. Yep. Speaking in Latin. So do, yeah. Yeah. Do, do, what did your version say? So
0: all the versions that I've seen, it always just says speaking in Latin, and it's like fuck. What do they say? So if you go to YouTube and you actually look at the translation, it gives you what they're actually saying. So. Doc Holiday, he was saying like, "Oh, you know, now I know I really hate him, right?" Mm-hmm. And then um, Wider says, "Oh, don't mind him; he's drunk." Mm-hmm. And then Wyatt, or Doc Holiday says, "In vino veritas," which means, "You know, when I drink, I speak the truth." And then Johnny Ringo quips back with in Latin. He says, um, "What does he say? Do what you do best." So mm-hmm. he's saying like you're drunk, mm-hmm. and then he's and then Doc Holiday says. Uh, that I don't believe that's what I do best. And then I forget what Johnny Ringo says, but pretty much he's like he's like trying to go him into like fighting him. And then Doc Holliday says, like, well, you better be ready to rest in peace. Like, he said, mm. I'm about to kill you, motherfucker.
2: So that's why he pulls the gun out. Yeah. And then he pulls the gun out. Right. And, and it then... shows it all off his his uh, skills of how fucking handy he can be and shit. Mm uh-huh. hmm oh i never knew that bro i yeah. never even went out of my way to like google what the look fuck it up it says on youtube dude. and it play
0: and it's really good uh, because you could like their expressions that it cuts to like when it cuts mm-hmm. to virgil or mm-hmm. not virgil uh morgan morgan yeah he's like he's like, he's the, the, like yeah the close-up on him right uh-huh. mm-hmm. it actually does track with what they're actually saying like even though they don't know what the fuck they're saying it's really an intense conversation oh uh, it's so good
2: man just uh, how everybody just, man, I ate this fucking scene up, dude. Yeah. And because of this scene, I was like, okay, I'm this is fucking dope. I'm going to grab a beer real quick. I'm going <laughs> to fucking grab this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check out Tombstone Once and For All, man. Mm. And boy, was it the right choice, dude.
0: Yeah, and the gun twirling
2: scene was oh, awesome. The, the gun twirling, twirling scene was fucking dope. And Doc being the badass that he is, I mean, fuck, he does have a gun with him. Mm-hmm. He could have done the same thing. Yeah. But instead, he's gets the little tin cup that he's fucking like the, drinking his, yep, like, his whiskey, whiskey yeah. out of and he starts twirling around to mock him and shit and like what
0: that. And I thought what was great because they look at Ringo, everybody's like captivated and they all look at Doc Holliday to see what he's going to do mm-hmm. and he does the perfect thing it's mm-hmm. the most bad. He diffuses the situation because they all start laughing, mm-hmm. and even the theater guy Billy Zane, his character, yeah, he starts. He's like, "Bravo, bravo!" bravo. And they, Mr. They, Fabian, yeah, yeah, they got a better reaction Fuck. than uh, Johnny Ringo's gun twirling, and he, you can even see Johnny Ringo's face. He's like, "Fuck this guy!" Yeah, you know, and
2: walks away, man. Mm-hmm. And then fucking Curly Bill says, "Drinks on me," because yeah, he, he had just won five hundred bucks, so yeah. like just right there. Uh huh. Oh, that scene is so good. If you're listening to this. And you've never watched Tombstone. Please do so just for this scene alone. Mm-hmm. It is that fucking good, man. And then drink a shot of whiskey or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm going to stick to my beer. Yeah. You know, like that. But yes, man, that was such a good scene. Probably my favorite scene, dude, just because it's what got me into the movie. Yeah. But yeah, so good right here, man. And then next scene, man, it's a little fucking convenient for me for this next scene because there was like a random like horse ride with Wyatt. Oh, right. Yeah. He's like He's like on a horse. Yep. And then Josephine is like just there with Horhorse, too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this is very fortuitous. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, bitch, you fucking chased. Like you probably fucking followed him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or one or the other. They don't really say, but yeah. one of them was like
2: trying to look for the other one. It feels mm-hmm. like. She then asks him about his wife and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Because he could have been like, what the fuck do you care? You yeah. know? Yeah, the uh, way she
0: says it, he's like, so who's that blonde woman? Mm-hmm. Like, you know who it is. Yeah. You, you know, that's my woman. Like... Yeah. Because
2: right there, that's where at the bar for the scene that we just talked about. Uh-huh. She asked Beehan because they're kind of together, right? Yeah. And she said, who is that? He's like, oh, that's Wyatt Earp, retired lawman. He's married. And yeah. they start fucking laughing, and <laughs> dude. <Yeah. laughs> you know? But then, like, um, she asked Wyatt, excuse me right there. Oh, that's the burp of the week right there. Mm. Uh, wh- What do you want to like in your future, basically? And she says, oh, I want some money, have some kids. And she says, oh, that doesn't suit you yeah it's so, like bitch who are you to fucking say what a white herp wants man she knows it man yeah because the thing is that i found out because i did some research on white herp. he never had kids yeah yeah so she was right mm. perhaps dude you know uh she and then he asked her like what do you want to do basically she's like she's like i don't have time to be proper mm-hmm. so she doesn't really want to be ladylike basically yeah is what she said she just wants to fuck around basically. yeah she's down a down yeah. a tumble <laughs> yeah and she <laughs> and then um he says that she says that uh yeah, I just want to like travel and get room service, right? uh uh-huh. Uh, and then the next scene is where you get like uh, Wyatt going with Maddie. Mm-hmm. And by this time, she has an opium problem. Yep. It's horrible. Wyatt looks into his drawers and he sees bottles and bottles of that fucking like liquid shit that Virgil's wife had given her. Yep. Right. And she's bitter bedridden at this point.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He then climbs in bed with her and he says, Hey, why don't we get out of here? And like, fucking live on room service. And then she laughed, yeah. yeah. But then it's like, you just got here, Doug. Like, you just acquired a job. <laughs> what kind of fucking shit is that?
0: Well, he does say they already made a pile of money because their yeah, whole goal was yeah. to make money. But True you're that. right. He did want to... He wanted to, like, put a stake in that town with his brothers and live mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Now he's just ready
2: to bounce. Yeah, I know, dude. Uh, the next scene's very good, too, brother. Uh, at the, they're It's like nighttime now. There's They're in a saloon. Doc is fucked up as he always is looks like shit Mm -hmm. progressively worse he's playing the piano dude Mm -hmm. right and then this is where billy clinton uh thomas hating church right Mm -hmm. he goes up to him he's like what are you playing and he's they basically get into a fucking argument right yeah based off like what he's playing on the piano Mm -hmm. while that's going on curly bill as it is in a fucking opium house dude and he's high as shit and he feel and he says that he's feeling capital, right? <laughs> yeah. So he starts fucking shooting aimlessly, dude, all over town. Yeah. So this is where I say Behan could have fucking done something here because he gets uh, Marshal Frank White to fucking handle the situation.
0: Well, he does because it's like, why don't you do something, Marshall? And he's like, No, this ain't this ain't county business. This is city business. Yeah. So that's why he gets the marshal to go.
2: But that's still bullshit. It's like you could handle it, fucker. Yeah, he could. But it, but it makes sense later why he doesn't, though. Uh huh. Right. So then. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention dude Is that Frank White dude He's old dude He's mm-hmm. very old mm-hmm. Alright So it's not like He can do much Honestly Alright He says Curly Bill I'm gonna need those guns man And dude Cause I don't know dude The first time I watched it To me it did not look like an accident But I didn't put two and two together Yeah Because he's high as fuck here and, yeah. he, and it looks like Curly Bill's going to give him the fucking gun, uh-huh. and then he shoots him. I think it's left ambiguous,
0: because every mm-hmm. time I see it, I could see it being an accident, but I also can see Curly Bill being a piece of shit. Exactly. But, I mean, he never really beefs with the marshal. So, I feel like, I still feel like it was an accident because he was
2: high. hmm hmm He does have a reaction to it, too. Like, oh, yeah. shit, you know? Yeah. Um, And then, like, Wyatt, oh, hold on. When he fucking shoots Marshall, right, he fucking, like, a lot of people start, like, coming out Mm -hmm. and shit, right, that. So not exactly that they're witnesses, but they know what happened. And they're ready to hang him. They're, like, like, get the rope. (laughs) Yeah, dude, right? And then Wyatt comes out. He fucking, like, pretty much knocks him out with a gun. Yep. Pistol whips him. And that's exactly what you said, brother. The guy says, let's fucking hang him. Mm -hmm. To where Wyatt says, no one's getting hanged. Yep. And he's like, well, he'll he'll stand for trial yep. and shit like that because he doesn't uh, he doesn't really want to get involved, but he kind of involved himself into it. Yep, did he not? Yeah, well, I mean, because
0: he saw that lawlessness was about to happen. Like they can't be having people hanging other people on the streets. That's vis justice, right? Mm-hmm. So with his experience as a lawman, he stepped up and he took charge of the situation. Yeah. And he's like, no, this guy's going to stand trial for it, right? Yeah. And, Unlike
2: fucking b dude.
0: And this is another one of those epic fucking scenes, man. Dude,
2: fuck yeah. Because Ike shows up <laughs> yeah. and he says, you let him go right now. Mm-hmm. And he says, and he doesn't want to do it, dude. Uh-huh. And then he comes up to him where Wyatt points his fucking gun right at him, bro. Yeah. That shit is so fucking. It's d-
0: great because he says like, he's like, you die first, get it. He's like, your guys may get me in a rush, but I'm going to make a canoe out of your fucking head. Fuck, <laughs> you, like, you can almost hear fucking Ike yeah. shit his pants. Yeah,
2: <laughs> dude. And he even says like, because like, Ike tells the, the rest of the cowboys, like, hey, don't come forward, man. He'll fucking shoot me, man. And then he's like, you're not as stupid as you look, Ike. <laughs> Fuck, dude. The, who? Did you by chance uh, see who fucking wrote this movie, dude? I did nah, not. I didn't either. Because this shit is fucking epic, dude. Mm-hmm. I love this shit, man. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's so good, man. And then, okay, here's another fucking badass quote right here. So by this time, fucking uh, Doc comes out, right? Mm-hmm. He's already fucked up like he always is. Mm-hmm. So Billy, Billy fucking comes out. Let's remember, they were like fucking arguing over the fucking music. Yeah. And he's like, oh, look, it's the drunk piano player.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And he pulls out a shank, right? Uh-huh. By the way, you're a cowboy fucker. Why don't you just take out your gun? <laughs> you know? And then he's like. And then here comes fucking Doc Holiday with his fucking gun. He's like, ah, you're so drunk. I bet you're seeing, he can't even shoot straighter, basically, is what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you're seeing double. <laughs> to where Doc Holiday says, I have two guns. <laughs> one, one for, for the each of you. Fuck! <laughs> Bro, that shit was so fucking good. Yeah. Because, man, dude, I've, I've been drunk where I'm seeing fucking quadruples, dog. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing eights, man. Yeah. And I have to fucking close one eye to see clearly. And shit like that. Man, that, that scene was so fucking good. Uh, Nothing really happens, but it, it's just basically to set up that shit is about to go down in the future, man. Yep. All right? So let's fast forward a few weeks now because two weeks later, uh, Wyatt and his brothers are playing billiards, right? Mm. Or pool, for yeah. those of you out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> and they say that Curly Bill is free because there were no witnesses, despite everybody fucking knowing the truth, dude. Yeah. But here, here's another thing I want to b- bring this shit up. It's because we all know the cowboys are the law there, right? So they could have fucking, like, threatened the judge and say, you let Curly Bill go, or else I'll fuck up your family. Yeah, I it's, think that's kind of, like, implied. implied, yeah. exactly, dude, right? So because of this shit, Curly Bill is free, right? So there's no law and order, dude. So now the mayor fucking comes in, the mayor of Tombstone. He goes into uh, and interrupts a game of billiards with Wyatt and his brothers. And he's basically telling Wyatt, like, hey, man, you need to be the lawman. Where he says, nope, I'm good, man. And then he tells Virgil, like, what about you? And he's like, I'm busy. Fuck, that was so gangsta, dude. And then he just, like, fucking grabs the pool cue and just fucking taps it twice. Yeah. It's like, you tell him. You tell him, Virg, hmm. Right? And then he leaves. He's he like, you guys have made a whole lot of money, but there's people out there suffering. And he leaves. And then there's Morgan Girl. Well, I'll tell you, man, I'm suffering from a hangover. <laughs> and then in the next scene, brother... Virgil goes outside to kind of, like, get some fresh air, it looks like, you know? Yeah. And then he sees that there are people on horses just shooting. It's got to be the, the the cowboys, right? Yeah. But, but the horses go by so fast that you can't even see a red sash. Mm-hmm. But let's let's say it is the cowboys, right? Yeah. He, there's a look on his face, man. The camera pans right to his face. And he kind of has an epiphany saying, like, damn, man, there's no fucking law and order here. Mm-hmm. And it goes into this shit, is that Virgil becomes... The new fucking sheriff in town. Well, yeah, the lawman. I yeah, Tony would be the yes. sheriff. Be... Right, right. That'd be yeah, Behan, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because of that, the first thing he does, he bans guns in town, dude. Mm. And the thing is that, like, people are pissed for it, dude. <laughs> right, including Wyatt. Wyatt mm-hmm. is super pissed. Not so much about the banning the go- the the guns. Excuse me. It's more pissed off that, uh, excuse me, Virgil is now involved with the law. Yeah. Because that wasn't the plan. The plan was for them to come to Tombstone, get fucking rich and just fucking live, man. Uh-huh. That's all it was, man. And then he even fucking tells Morgan, like, hey, man, can you fucking tell him something or hit him at least? Did you hear <laughs> that he said that, dude? Yeah, yes. And then, dude, here's the thing. I don't think I mentioned this, but Morgan is the younger of the brothers, right? Yep. So when he says that, he's, man, dude, Bill Paxton is acting right here. Mwah, chef's kiss, bro. Bill Paxton was the man. He fucking looks down and he goes, damn! And he fucking slowly unveils his fucking badge, dude. Mm-hmm. And he is with Virgil on this shit, right? Yeah. And so, so Wyatt is like, damn, not you too. And he says, hey, we're we're brothers, right? Right, Wyatt. That's mm-hmm. what we're supposed to be. Back each other up. Yeah, man. Good shit right there, man. The acting on this was so fucking good, man. I love it. the The, the thing is, like Virgil says, like this isn't about you, Wyatt. It's about like bringing law and order, cause He's kind of right. Right. Yeah. You can't have the fucking out like these outlaws, the cowboys just fucking fucking up the town, dude. Yeah, he's got a guilty
0: conscience too. Yeah. Because he does all of them have background for being lawmen and mm-hmm. just to let things
2: go and profit off of that shit. Yeah. It's just uh it's too much for him to bear. Exactly, man. So back at the Oriental now, man. You see that Ike is playing cards with uh with Doc, right? Mm-hmm. Which it's like kind of fucking weird. It's like the Cowboys, all right? Mm-hmm. Ike especially just had an involvement with Wyatt not too long ago. Uh-huh. So he goes to the Oriental. <laughs> were, were there any other Cowboys there? It didn't look like it, right? Uh, I think they were buddy- his buddy was there too,
0: right? It was like, because it's Doc, uh-huh. Ike, and somebody else is playing cards too
2: with him. But my point is, it's like, dude, you, you just had a run-in with these fucking brothers. Why would you go into the Oriental?
0: Well, Ike's an idiot, so... <laughs> he, okay, true
2: that. Okay, fair enough right there, brother. You convinced yeah. me just exactly right there, mm-hmm. right? And he's he's fucked up, dude, right? He's drunk as fuck. And then Doc is even more fucked up, as he already is. It's <laughs> yeah. progressively worse uh, with his fucking health and mm-hmm. shit. And Ike loses another game of poker. To where that are Okay, Right, right here though, dude. Doc is fucked up, bro. Like the <laughs> emphasis on "fuck" on the "f" right there, dude. Yeah. He looks horrible. Uh-huh. Morgan even tells why. Hey, man, Doc's been here for hours—thirty-six hours—sitting <laughs> in that chair, <laughs> sitting in that fucking chair, drinking, playing, doing everything. And he fucking Ike is getting pissed off because he loses. And then, and then, fucking Doc says, "Oh, I know what we can do." Let's do a spelling contest, (laughs) which proves your point right there, brother, right? Uh That Ike's a fucking moron, Uh all right? All right, right there. So then Ike gets fucking mad. He gets into interaction with Virgil. Uh, This is one of the minor qualms I have about this movie. There's not too many I have. Is that when he fucking, like, Virgil, like, takes off, right? Mm. And he pretty much, like, kicks Ike out. Yeah. When he says, all right, let me get my gun. And then he starts drinking more mm-hmm. and he starts like aimlessly threatening the Earp family. Yep. He says, anytime I see them, I'll fucking kill them. Right. Mm-hmm. So then Virgil fucking pistol whips him. Right. Yep. But that scene looked fucking bad, dude. Like not so much the because I think Ike landed fucking cool. Like if he, like it looked legit that he got hit. But it's like the execution that Sam Elliott did with the gun. It's like, I know you don't want to hit him for real. But make, make it a little stiff, dog, at least <laughs> so that it looks a little more believable. It looked a little fucking ridiculous oh, to me. I guess me. I missed that part. I thought I believed it. I was in on that. Uh, nah. Minor qualm on that because, okay. this, yeah, just a little minor qualm. Let me get a sip right here, brother. I need a sip of my beverage. Sure. Bottoms up. You still digging this fruit punch? Yeah, I pretty much finished it at this point. Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah. Oh, Not man. Bad. All right, man. Uh, uh, next scene, brother. Uh, Wyatt. He finds like uh like Maddie again. Let's remember, like she she is like fiending for these fucking bottles of that shit that Virgil's wife gave her. Yeah, but then like she basically tells him like, "Hey, I know you're with Josephine," which is like, how the fuck did she know? She's been bedridden, man. Hi, yeah, yeah. So maybe just that one time they looked at each other at that theater way long ago. The woman's intuition, mm-hmm. hmm, could be, bro, but she suspects it. Right? right, And then, and the next thing, dude, the Cowboys, they fucking pick up Ike from jail, dude. Yeah. And here's the thing, dude. Wyatt, like, pistol whips another fucking guy because the one guy says, like, he bumps into him, right? Yeah, he's like, he's sorry, like, kid. Yeah. Sorry, kid, I'm sorry. It's like, hey, man, Wyatt doesn't need to say sorry to shit, dude. Oh. He's already, like, a proven motherfucker. Yeah. But he says sorry to this fucking punk, dude. And pistol whips him, dude. And then he fucking tells, like, they basically say, All right, like, fuck it. Shit is gonna is about to go down soon, man. Right? Um <laughs> yeah. uh, th- this scene was fucking sick though, dude. I do like because this is like the setup to the fucking okay corral. Yep. Right? But not quite there yet, man. The next thing you see is that a doctor is with Doc who's like fucked up. He's bedridden now at this point. Yeah. The doctor tells Doc, hey man, if you keep this shit up. You only got a couple years to live, man. Mm-hmm. So he's pissed off. He tells the doc, "Get the fuck out of here," basically, <laughs> right, dude? Yeah. So, like, like the thing is, like, his lady is always by doc's side, right? Uh huh. She clearly heard that the doctor said, "If you continue this bullshit, all the drinking, all the gambling, all this bullshit, you're gonna die in a couple years." Mm-hmm. But the lady gives him a cigarette,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she's trying to get with him because the mm-hmm. what makes stock kick the doctor out is the doctor's like, "You need to." deny your marital urges and he's like get the fuck out right? <laughs> so she
2: comes in gives him the cigarette and yeah. then she's
0: like she's like putting her wiles on like yeah let's, let's do this you know more on that a little later <laughs> because there's
2: a quote later on when they t- the when doc and his lady have a conver- uh, like a brief conversation uh-huh. where it, it all makes sense dude. all right all right so the next scene now you have the cowboys right there's six of them they arrive dude and then why it's right there dude like with virgil and and Morgan, and he says, I think it's time you swear me in, man. Mm-hmm. And he gives him a badge. So it's like shit, like shit's about to go down. <laughs> even though Virgil is the one who banned the fucking guns. Right? And then Doc, all fucked up and everything, fucking joins them. Someone told him that shit's about to to go down. So then this is the fucking okay corral. Fucking dope scene right here. Intensity, man. I just love how they're fucking walking. <laughs> I like how, I like how, like, because don't you, wouldn't you say, bro, that, like, in Western films, like, the cliche thing is that, like, they have a lot of Mm close-ups, you know, like, it's always, like, the eyes, right, the camera always pans to the eyes when they're about to have a shoot-off, right, and then when they fucking draw their weapons, dude, because, like, the cowboys are there, right, Mm -hmm. one of them is Billy, right, and let's remember that fucking Doc had an interaction with him about the, oh, you're the drunk piano player, right? Yes. I got two guns, one for the both of you, right? Exactly, yep. that part. So they got some beef, right? <laughs> yeah. So when he fucking, when Doc looks at Billy, dude, and he fucking winks at him, it's like, oh <laughs> shit. And then you see why go, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And boom, they draw their fucking weapons, bro shit is fucking everything is like it's all in fucking it's mayhem bro Mm -hmm. ike still fucking drunk from the night before and he just got fresh out of jail doesn't have a fucking weapon (laughs) he goes into a random fucking like room right uh and in that fucking room josephine is there right yeah so this is like another qualm i have dude it's not really like a qualm but it's just like come on bitch really (laughs) <laughs> because fucking bullets are flying, bro. Everybody's shooting at each other. The the shots are going in that fucking room she's in. And she's standing the whole time while the glass is being broken with shots. Hmm. You get down, you moron. Hmm. Come <laughs> on. Yeah. Wasn't b in there with him? He was, yes. Yeah. I forgot to... I failed to mention that, bro. b yeah. was there. b even fucking told Wyatt, like, oh, hey, you don't need to do shit because I already apprehended them. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. That did not happen. So... Does that mean that Behan and the Cowboys are in cahoots?
0: No, it just means that mm. Behan's a pussy. He was mm. just he was just trying to defuse this situation by having the herbs like go. He was just saying like go, and that's what Wyatt wanted to do. He wanted to just let them, you know, sober up, and then mm-hmm. you know, the sun and the heat they'll eventually just wander off. Yeah, but it was Virgil who was like fire and brimstone. He was like, "Fuck this! They're breaking the law. We need to go do something." And even Wyatt was like, "Nah, it's a misdemeanor," you know, mm. like. But, mm-hmm. uh, Virgil... like,
2: like, yeah, like he's like, he's like, even says like, you want to like risk all this shit for a misdemeanor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Virgil's like, we got to go, we got to do it. So that is what happens. And then behan is the one who's like, no, 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 you know, I already took it. He's just
2: being a pussy. He's telling them to leave. But now. Nah. But there is a scene that we'll get into a little later uh-huh. where I think they are in cahoots. Okay. And she's like, we'll get into that a little later. I was going to say his, but... his deputy, right? The, yeah. he they uh, were friends. Billy, um, Uh, Priestley, right? Yeah, Jason Jason Priestley. Priestley. Yeah, 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 uh, that's true. Uh, Why are there so many Billys in this shit, dude? (laughs) Because I mean, there's a a Johnny, there's a a Billy, fuck, dude. But yeah, during the OK Corral, though, uh, Morgan and Virgil are wounded Mm -hmm. in this shit, right? Uh, luckily they don't die. The two people, the two cowboys that do die, are one of them is uh Billy. Right? Uh Billy Clanton, Thomas Hayden Church, he uh-huh. fucking dies. I think it's lit the fuck up. Uh, yeah. But, but here's one thing I got to say, bro. Cause the Cowboys, they have like branches, don't do they not? Because if this shit was happening, where the fuck was Curly Bill and Ringo? Yeah, I think I wouldn't say there's branches, but
0: it's the Cowboys were a large group of outlaws that were loosely herded by Curly Bill. Mm-hmm. So he probably wasn't aware that this was happening because Remember, I would assume they know that Ike was in jail. Yeah. Oh, and, you're right. You're and then right. They go let him out. But then Ike was the one who was like, it's going down. It's going down today. Yeah. And he's the one that takes over there. And I don't think they like have that message. Like, yeah.
2: Billy, you're right brother you're curly right. bill
0: probably just thinks they're picking him up still
2: right so it's like you wouldn't want like the main guy and the right hand man to go do the the lackey job right to go pick someone out mm-hmm. of jail yeah yeah. so it's these guys yeah okay that makes perfect sense
0: and i think curly bill's having too much faith he's like ike is dumb but he would be dumb enough not to fight mm. the
2: herbs on his own but yeah
0: obviously he's a dumb piece of shit so
2: <laughs> yeah and then here comes another good scene right here brother Again, the writing in this shit is so good, man. After the OK Corral is pretty much done. uh, Thankfully, Wyatt and his brothers are not. Some of them are wounded, but they're not dead. Right. Just the two casualties are the fucking the, the mm-hmm. two cowboys. The cowboys. Yep. Behan comes in. And he says, all right, you're all under arrest. <laughs> and Wyatt says, not today. <laughs> i don't think i'll let you to arrest us today yeah what a fucking badass like he tells the sheriff fuck you yeah pretty much yeah. you're not arresting us man city business And that's what it's gonna happen ah <laughs> what what a fucking sick fucking thing to say and dude. be a coward he doesn't like what is he gonna do right? <laughs> yeah dude because you're a bitch dude you may yeah, yeah for, for marshall marshall uh white probably would have done it yeah but he's dead because of you fucker <laughs> Well, exactly. not because of him, but it, like he, if you had it intervened, mm-hmm. this is why I still think he was in cahoots with the fucking cowboys, bro. Mm. More on that a little later. Though. And the next scene, dude. Some time has passed on, right? So White and his brothers are walking down the street, and then a fucking drunk Ringo fucking just shows up, dude. Yeah. And he wants to fight White more than that. He wants to fucking kill these guys, dude. Yep. And he says, like, "Oh, like I want to kill you guys, basically." And then White says, "I don't like, hey, man, I don't want to fucking fight." And he calls them cowards, He's like, you guys don't want to play for blood. Mm-hmm. And then one probably the most fucking iconic uh quote in this fucking movie. Doc is getting shaved, right? Right like fucking nearby. Wow. And he stands up and he says, I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, bro. That is gangster, bro. Mm-hmm. Doc, like. You, you're you the fucking man mm-hmm. I gotta say what he's wearing here is fucking sharp too bro He's got like he some kind of like fancy Like like red Like a vest Yeah it's yeah, like oh, silk or some shit Fuck you he's looking fly as fuck right here bro mm-hmm. And he pretty much This is like a Like like a, 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 a Like a warning basically of like Oh when shit's gonna go down it's gonna be you and me motherfucker
0: Yeah and Ringo's ready to go Toes with him mm-hmm. but Curly yeah. Bill jumps in And he's like oh shit like Cause mm-hmm. Curly Bill knows that Doc is dangerous as mm-hmm. shit as hell Mm-hmm. He's like, don't worry about him. He's just drunk. Yeah. Right? He's like, what does uh Ringo scream? He's like, no. Ah, like he really yeah. wants to fight, right?
2: Yeah. But, but yeah, after that whole thing, he yeah, like Curly Bill, he fucking says like, man, even I'm worried when fucking this <laughs> yeah. Ringo gets a hold of this shit. Lord have mercy, right? Yeah, because Ringo's like fuck. next in line. Did you notice, by the way, bro? That like since Curly Bill's the leader, right? Yes. They have the the cowboys have the red sashes. He has a whole red shirt. Yeah. That's too, like, to symbolize that he's the fucking man, right? Yeah, I guess I never thought he of it. He never but, yeah. changed his shirt. It was always red. Yeah, he always fucking had the red, time. Tip. Yeah. I'm just a little, uh, not an epic. I I love that. It's an observation. Awesome. Yeah, an observation, bro. Thank you. Uh, next scene, bro, it's, fuck, rain and thunder, bro. It starts fucking raining and thundering, dude. All right? And then this is where, like, Behan fucking suspects Josephine being with Wyatt. It's like, fucker. You both fucking laughed at the fucking remark that you made <laughs> that he was a married man. Yeah. When she was by your side and said, who is that? Yeah. So why are you surprised that fucking like you even call yourself, you even say, I'm not a fool. <laughs> and then why are you asking her, <laughs> moron? Because
0: technically they were together.
2: Yeah. So, I yeah. Don't know. But then he says, he's like, after tonight, there's only going to be one person in charge of Tombstone. It's going to be me. -hmm. Right, so so this is where I do say, bro, he's in cahoots with the fucking cowboys. Yeah, because in the next scene, the cowboys start fucking everything up. Um, uh, you see that at the saloon? I'm assuming it's a saloon, right? Because they're just drinking some beers. Yep, nice fucking taps right there. Mm, Mm -hmm. Man, I remember I used to fucking pour drinks for all you guys, right? At the (laughs) fucking place. Remember that? But bottoms up to that, brother. Cheers. To all the brothers at distribution warehouse Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I poured beers for. Mm-hmm. Bottom's up right there. Another shout out to our good brother. Dad, because I I did some for him. Yes. All right. So they're, they're doing that, dude. And then Virgil says, it's getting pretty late out. I'm going to go home. Right? Josephine then fucking goes to the home. Of Whose home is it, bro? Because it's like Virgil's wife is there. Morgan's wife is there. It's one of the cottages. Maddie, so yeah. They,
0: they all have like similar cottages that are near each other. And mm-hmm. they're all like huddled together at somebody's it could mm-hmm. be it could be anyone's yeah but she goes in there and she says like hey i know i shouldn't be here but i wanted to let you know that some shit's gonna go down tonight yeah. and then cue the gunshot through the window
2: yeah oh, but let me back up a little bit yeah bro okay. because when you see all the cowboys lurking you see the mexican motherfucker it's like we haven't seen this motherfucker since the beginning of the film oh yeah that's right right uh-huh. Because is he not the one that fucking shoots into the home of the women uh-huh. i think it's him bro
0: I don't know. That's I think it's him.
2: Go back because he's the one that's lurking in the shadows. Yeah, it could because be. Because honestly, when the fuck do we see him again? Yeah. After have,
0: this scene. Yeah, we haven't seen him for quite a minute.
2: Yeah. And then because of this shit. So, like I mentioned, Virgil's on his way home. And then he goes back to where Morgan and, and Wyatt are at. And he says, oh, what's going on? Virgil, did you forget something? And he fucking collapses. He's fucking bleeding. He got fucking shot, man. Yeah. In the right? arm or something, right? And the fucking arm, the left one. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. So that, that that part fucking sucks, dude. Uh, he collapses and shit like that. And then what en- eventually ends up happening is that Virgil uses the use of his left arm. Right? Yes. And okay. So so here's one thing I got to say, dude. So you get, he gets shot, right? So then a doctor comes in to like fucking like help. I mm-hmm. put that in quotations, right? uh uh-huh. Help. Excuse me. <laughs> because the next time we see him, he doesn't fucking help either. He doesn't exactly help Virgil as well.
0: Yeah, so uh, I mean, this is the Wild West, 1800s, right? And yeah. medicine back then, a town doctor is probably no better than like a butcher, pretty much, right? So, I that, mean, You're you're really not gonna get the top of the line medical treatment. He's he's got like a he's got maybe a you'll be lucky if he's got a
2: sterilized knife, <laughs> and it's like he's just
0: gonna do his best.
2: This is like I gotta remember sometimes, bro. This mm. is. Exactly why you're my right hand man in this shit <laughs> It's because like this is the times, dude, where the doctor goes to you. Yeah. Nowadays, like you have to go to the doctor, uh-huh. right? He shows up with his fucking like old briefcase <laughs> and <the> scalpel <laughs> with the glasses and shit like that, and he doesn't exactly help Virgil. He tries. He right? tries his best, but he does not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the next scene on that dude is that Mcmasters fucking shows up, mm-hmm. and he tells Wyatt like, "Hey, man." I saw what the Cowboys did to the ladies. I'm out. And he gets his red sash, and he fucking throws it on the ground. And then he says, uh, "White says, brothers to the end. Right, McMasters? Brothers to the bone. There you go. Thank you, brother. And he says, night after tonight. So McMasters is out of the Cowboys. Yeah. You'd imagine that's not exactly something you're going to fucking do. Without, If you encounter them, you're going to fucking die. I'm going to assume. Uh Safely, right? Yep. More on that a little later. Fuck, dude, because I have something to say about that shit. Oh, by the way, when McMaster shows up with Wyatt, Creek Johnson and Jack Vermillion are right there with them. Yeah. Right? So so they, I guess they were cowboys too, huh? No, I just think that, like, They're McMaster's, yeah, that they were homies and that, like, they knew, um, McMaster's knew that Creek Johnson and Jack Vermillion were with Wyatt or they knew him uh-huh. or they at least had some camaraderie. Okay. So he went to them as, like, hey, man, I'm not here to fuck shit up. I can say I'm fucking out.
0: That's a good perspective too because yeah. Wyatt does say, like, uh, Craig Johnson and Jack, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I guess there was some kind of, uh, relationship before.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So then we get to the next scene, bro. This might be a little nitpicking on my part. Okay. Cause I don't particularly, I, I, I scratch my head at this part. All right. Okay. So let, let's let put things in perspective before I go forward. Okay. Your brother Virgil has just been fucking shot. He can't use the, the use of his left arm. anymore. Mm-hmm. your wife among other people have been shot too. So Morgan shot at. They shot at. It, Excuse yeah. me. Thank you. Morgan is playing pool. Why, bro? I don't think playing pool is exactly the thing you should be doing. You should at least be looking for these motherfuckers, or at least keep safe the people who've been shot at. Uh, yeah. I Morgan can... is. Morgan is playing pool, and then he gets a shot through the window, and he is fucking shot in the back. Dude. Yep. Ah oh, fuck. This scene's fucking sucked, dude. not not, not sucked. As in like. Quality-wise, uh, for me, because, like, I've mentioned so many times on this podcast, I'm a big Bill Paxton fan, mm-hmm. and I'm tired of seeing him die. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the thing is, like, in all the, all of my favorite movies of him, he always dies. Yeah, that's true. Ex- this one especially, man, because, let's, man, let's back up now. That one scene where he fucking says to Wyatt, do you believe in God? I've been reading a book on spir- spiritualism. I heard that when you die, you see a light, mm-hmm. and that means you're going to heaven. So as fucking Morgan is laying on the fucking pool table, right, dude? Yep. Not even comfortable, like in a bed and shit like mm. that. Virgil, I mean, um, yeah, Virgil's already fucked up, so it's just quiet with him. A fucking dog is barking all fucked up. Yeah. Right. He's He's getting... like, Somebody, get that goddamn dog out of here! Oh, uh, I mean, it's fucked up to yell at a dog. Yeah, because but a, a do- dog yeah. is just yelling at the man that's going on. Yeah, it's just you know? freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. And then fucking right there, dude. Fucking Morgan looks at and he looks at Wyatt and he says, "Hey, man, remember I tell you about seeing that light when you go to heaven? That's a lie because I don't see a goddamn thing." Mm, he, takes, he takes his last breath, dude. You can see it right there, and he fucking that dies, was a good bro.
0: That was a good shot of that
2: like last oh, breath because he like right? opens his eyes and right, bro. That's not Bill, a good not a good sight to see. Bill fucking Paxton, brother. I love me some Bill Paxton, dude. He. Like, please go out of your way to check out Bill Paxton stuff, dude. We'll get into, like, more of his, like, oh, not more, but just a couple things. Hmm. But believe me when I say this, dude. You, right? You've actually me, right, brother? Yeah, Bill yeah. Paxson's a fucking man, dude. Yeah. He's a fucking sick actor, dude. Yep. Um, yeah, the next day. Well, it's not the next day, brother, because you know why? Oh. The whole time it had been raining and shit, right? Yeah, it's dry, yeah. Yeah, and for the next day, it's dry. So let's assume it's, like, fucking days later, right? When everything's, like, kind of cleared up and shit. The next, uh, when, when time has passed by, Wyatt and his family are in a wagon along with Virgil. He can't use his fucking arm anymore. Uh-huh. And he goes near the Cowboys. And he says, all right, you guys won. I'm leaving town. And then Curly Bill just says, all right, bye. <laughs> yeah, what a like shit, fucking man. monotone like this and shit. No, and it gets worse right yep. here. Right, brother? Mm-hmm. It gets worse right here. Fucking uh, Ringo. Ringo is right next to him. He says, you smell that? Smells like someone just died. What fuck? Curly
0: Bill even cracks. He's like, damn, Ringo. Damn.
2: Even if the if you make the villain say, damn, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. You know that's harsh, dude. And then it
0: cuts to Wyatt's face, too, and you can see. like, mm. You can just see that
2: emotion. That's mm. pretty good. Yeah, but Curly Bill's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. All right? So as they take off, what I mean by that, I mean Wyatt and the family and the wagon. Mm. He tells Ike, and he says, hey, go take someone else with you. You go finish the job, man. Yep. So he fucking, they go, they follow Wyatt to the the train station, and he tells them, hey, Virgil, where's Wyatt? Wyatt says, I'm right behind you, motherfucker, basically is what he says, huh? Mm. Fucking shoots him, dude. He fucking kills that fucking cowboy. He grabs a knife and fucking slashes fucking Ike. Oh, right there, brother. I was wishing, like, oh, just kill that piece (laughs) of shit, bro. Yeah. Because Ike was such a fucking coward and piece of shit, dude. He's a
0: coward to the bone, dude, all the way to the end.
2: But... He let him go for a reason, right? It's mm-hmm. for him to tell him. They send a message. Yep. You fucking let him know, dude, that, that any fucking cowboy, if I see anybody with a red sash, I'm fucking killing him, dude. Yeah. And I'm bringing hell, and hell's coming with me, dude. <laughs> whoa, dude. Like when I, I remember seeing that, dude, I just remember like, whoa, like yeah, I'm that, fucking crazy. That's, what, that's one of
0: those ones that sends chills, the way he says it. Yeah, himself, man.
2: It was, it was fucking, oh, dude. And then he even shows his badge, right? Mm hmm. To show that he's, like, another new marshal? He's town, a, yeah, he's a marshal, yeah. Ah, uh, dude. It was good, dude. And then, so, like, basically, when he says that, then Creek Johnson, Jack Vermillion, Sherman McMasters. Yep. That's, like, basically his new fucking posse, right? Exactly, yeah. And the next four, like, five minutes, dude, just It's, like, see a montage
0: of him gunning them down,
2: dude. All of them, bro. Remember the guy, is...
0: the guy doing the opium? Yeah. He's, like, he's trying to smoke it, and it's a gun barrel. He's, <laughs> it's, it cuts to Wyatt's space and he's, like... <laughs> Dude, oh, holy shit, dude. That
2: was like some creative <laughs> shit right there, huh, dude? I have that in my notes too, dude. Yeah. That shit was so good, man. Mm-hmm. I love that shit, man. Um and then, oh dude, and then here here's like kind of where I have a nitpick right here, mm-hmm. bro. Is that after you have the whole montage of them killing the cowboys, they go into a river or a creek or whatever yep. the fuck it is, right? And then the fucking cowboys the cowboys ambush them, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah i think it. but but here's my qualm about this shit curly bill is there right yep the whole fucking time you see curly bill besides the time he's doing opium he says he says he's capital and shit like mm. that right bang bang yeah, yeah start shooting everybody ringo is always by his side ringo is his right hand man mm-hmm. in this fucking scene he's not where the fuck is ringo dude so ringo is kind of like his right hand man but he's
0: a wild card so he's What I imagine is they're not always together. He might be leading, like, another band of cowboys doing some other shit. So that's what I kind of took it as. Uh But it definitely is strange that he wasn't there for the shootout.
2: Especially for an ambush, bro, when shit is about to go down. If you're going to ambush, especially White Herb, dude, you have to be there, dude. Ringo has to be there, in my opinion, dude.
0: I don't know. Was it the Cowboys ambushing? The herbs or white herbs, I should say. Or, or, the,
2: or Let's say this. Maybe ambush is not exactly the right word. Uh-huh. Maybe it's they were in a creek and they were waiting for them. I think it was wide you know? Earp
0: and his posse. They were trying to catch the cowboys. Mm-hmm. So that would explain why Ringo wouldn't be there. Because I don't think it was the cowboys trying
2: to ambush Wyatt I see. I see. I think. I still think that especially when shit is like, like beef and hardcore now, mm-hmm. you need to be your right hand man needs to be right by you, dude. I suppose, but
0: you have to look at it the other way, too, is that he's the right hand man. He needs it's the Cowboys are a large organization. Mm-hmm. So you need somebody else to be leading, you know, very people true. doing other shit like
2: Robin Banks or whatever the fuck they do. Yeah, very true, brother. Mm-hmm. Very true. The thing about this is that there's way too many Cowboys for Wyatt and his new posse, right? Mm. So, dude, for whatever fucking reason, Wyatt says, you know what? Fuck it. And he goes into that river, dude, or that creek, whatever the fuck it is. Well, he's
0: pinned down, right? Yeah. And they're all looking at him. They're like, why would do we do? We're pinned down. Even yeah. Doc Holliday's like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. And then Wyatt's like, no.
2: Dude. <laughs> so he walks into the creek, dude. Uh-huh. Curly Bill sees us and he says, no, everybody fucking stop. Let me do the fucking honors. Because uh-huh. if there's anybody that's going to kill fucking Wyatt, it's going to be Curly Bill. Because uh-huh. he's the fucking leader. Yep. He, okay. So here's here's like the thing. It's, it's miraculous, right? Because uh, Curly Bill fucking shoots at him twice and misses. Mm -hmm. And then at the third one, his fucking gun clicks. Mm -hmm. And that gives him enough time for Wyatt to say, no, like you just did, bro. And fucking kills him on that one fucking shot. Yeah, he like just destroys his ass. He goes shit, bro. Rest in peace, Curly Bill. Curly Bill's dead, dude. And then a couple of the other fucking cowboys are dead too. Uh So uh, because Curly Bill's dead, that means now that Reed goes in charge. Mm -hmm. what a fucking good scene that was though dude that shit was intense man yeah again i would have liked if like uh, but maybe if ringo was there then this scene doesn't really make sense yeah because then they would all fucking die or more people would die yeah so i guess that's why they. i i like the actual scene of them fighting
0: but i like kind of like the aftermath too Mm -hmm. because they asked was it creek johnson or jack one of them they're like man did you ever see anything like that he's like Mm -hmm. i never even read about anything like that. yeah i've never even
2: heard of anything like that yeah right and then mcmaster's comes in he asks doc all right where is he and then he's like all fucked up on the grind he's like he's like oh he's walking on water (laughs) yeah well he better have another miracle up his sleeve right that's what he fucking says dude and i
0: like how they even say like doc we understand why we're here but why the fuck are you here (laughs) yeah and and, uh what does he say he's like well why there's my friend and he's like hell i got lots of friends
2: and then doc's like well i don't (laughs) <laughs> exactly bro yeah. exactly dude i mean like let's remember like the introduction of doc was that he robbed the fucking saloon yeah right it was just him and his girlfriend's name is kate oh okay i'm pretty sure yeah yeah so that was like the his introduction so it's like damn dude now we're like we're i mean i already rooted after he became that badass and just like Talking shit to Johnny Tyler and shit mm-hmm. like that You know yeah. I like them like right away Yeah but then like this makes way more Sense and shit right yes Um. And then in the next scene bro like I don't find The fucking point in this though Because this is where I say another reason why Behan would be in cahoots with the Fucking cowboys because the next scene Fabian is fucking Dead dude He's in a wagon with Josephine. He's fucking dead because the Cowboys fucking killed him. Yes. Because someone tried to steal, like, Josephine's, like, purse or some shit like that, right? Yeah. And then and then you see fucking Ringo with Behan. So then why the fuck would Behan be with Ringo or any of the Cowboys if they're not in cahoots? I
0: guess you're right. Uh, yeah. They're definitely in cahoots. But
2: what was the point of
0: Fabian dying, though? It's just a plot point, right? Because, um... The what happens is is the cowboys are ambushing just a a stagecoach right, and mm-hmm. it's the traveling theater. Yeah, and they try to steal what her watch or something or something like right? a purse, I believe. There you yeah. go, right? Yeah. And then he was the one like putting up a fight, and they kill him. Mm. So I think it was just something that went bad. Like yeah. I, it was like like the cowboys again. Like they're kind of a big organization. They're unruly. They're just robbing stagecoaches. I don't think they they wouldn't particularly have wanted them to kill these people, you know, but.
2: Again, they're just a band of outlaws. So. Yeah. I I hear that then. But he wasn't exactly like an important character. So I was like, what the fuck is the point of this, dude? Of him dying? It's just yeah. to kind
0: of like establish that. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. The tension between her,
2: Josephine, and Wyatt Herb. Right. I see, bro. And then after we get that, like Wyatt and his crew now. Um there you see them and then Doc is like on a horse but he fucking collapses dude. Mm-hmm. He's fucking bleeding dude. He's dying again. I had to bring it up cuz right. he looks like shit. tuberculosis. Worse, yeah. So then they take him to Henry Hooker's ranch. Mm-hmm. Henry Hooker played by the fucking legendary Charlton Heston, bro. Yeah. Right? The original fucking Planet of the Apes, come on now. And Ten Commandments? Mm. <laughs> you want a good 5 dude, hours. Dude your life? in my um <laughs> <laughs> I know right? In my uh video production class, we had to watch Julius Caesar. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he's not Julius Caesar, of course. He was huh. Mark Antony, but huh. like he was fantastic in that shit, dude. So yeah, the legendary Charlton Heston, man, is played by Henry Hooker. He says, "All right, we're we're gonna take care of Doc, Well shit happens, right? Because Doc's too fucked up to do anything." Yep. Right. And then here, bro, I get the next scene is such a fucking boneheaded part. McMaster's, dude. Let's remember, he quit the Cowboys. Yep. So then he fucking shows up and to meet with the Cowboys by himself why yeah you know i have selective memory because i don't remember this
0: scene i only remember what the aftermath so maybe i wasn't paying attention or maybe i was watching another alternate version but i don't remember him going to see them because later
2: on i was like how the fuck did they you know get a hold of him uh-huh and then like here, here's another thing because you already they already made it to a point that he's with jack vermilion and creek johnson mm-hmm. so he doesn't have to go alone he meets he meets with them dude Right here on my notes, I have pendejo right here, dude. <laughs> because even Ike Clanton fucking like points a gun at him and says, "Hey, Mcmasters, uh, how are you gonna get back?" Yeah, after oh, fucking meeting with them, dude. Because, I kind of do remember that part. Yeah. Okay, so that and then and then even gets like established like how he got the fucking message of, "Oh, you want to meet with the cowboys and shit mm-hmm. like that."
0: Well, Mcmasters is he's principled, right? And he showed it. He he's an outlaw because he's with the cowboys, mm-hmm. but. He clearly has lines like when they um,
2: there's a, they shoot at the women,
0: right? The shoot at the women is one where he's like, "Fuck that!" I'm I quit because that's like cowardly. But also, there's like another one. I think it was in the wedding scene, right? Like when they kill the priest or something. Yeah, you it cuts to McMaster's and you can tell that he don't like mm-hmm. it. Like he's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like he don't like this shit. So McMaster's is pretty principled, and I think it's kind of like hubris before the fall, or or what is pride before the fall? Was that what I'm saying? is that he kind of says, like, I'm going to go out and meet them on and let them know that they're fucked up, and I'll be safe. But, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the cowboys are scumbags, right? Yeah. So
2: Scumbags that they are, they fucking drag them to death, bro. Like, yeah, they beat the shit out of them, and or they tie to his horse and send his them horse. back. And fucking drag them, dude. Mm-hmm. So that gets the attention of Wyatt, where one of the cowboys says, like, a final battle, dude, between Ringo and you. Meet up with them and shit. Yep. To where Wyatt fucking meets with Doc who's better and he said, basically fucking Doc tells him, Hey man, like you can't win, dude. Huh. Right. And some more on that I gotta say a little bit, just like real shortly. No. Uh, basically, Wyatt says his goodbyes to all the all his comrades, right? Because yeah. he won't back down. Wyatt yeah. is definitely
0: yeah, he's like the leader that he's got pride too.
2: Yeah. And the thing is, like that conversation that Wyatt and Doc had, it was pretty like it was it was pretty fucking like uh sad dude because it's like basically like saying like dude you're gonna die when you meet with him mm-hmm. you can't fucking do it so he's like so I don't have a chance and then Doc dying in his fucking bed nah you don't have a chance dude. yeah
0: and I also like how they talk about Ringo when mm-hmm. why it's like well, what makes what makes him so fucked up and then Doc is like just being born right yeah it's like that's like. Damn, Ringo's yeah, because, like yeah, yeah,
2: exactly, But Because we don't really know like Ringo's backstory. Yeah, he's we just, just a, know that he's a fucking killer. He's just born with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. So White says his goodbyes. He's about to take uh, that trip out to fucking wherever the fuck he needs to go to meet Ringo, mm-hmm. and then Ringo's right there waiting, and then, <laughs> and then through the bushes or through the trees, Doc is there. Yeah. So let's fucking back up. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? He was just in a bed. How the fuck did he show up there before Wyatt did? So, I mean, later on this scene, he explains that, you know, he
0: he was, he was letting on that he was worse off than he was. And, you know, maybe Wyatt, he knows he's going to die. So maybe he takes like the long route, you know, kind of the the scenic (laughs) route, kind of stretch it out. And then uh, uh, Doc takes, he he escapes and he takes the shortcut. That's my explanation. But I do love in this scene. Uh, how Ringo's surprised because he sees, oh, I didn't think you are going to show up. Oh, and then he like gets surprised that it's Doc. Yeah. And then Doc's like, hey, Ringo, looks like somebody walked over your grave. Oh,
2: <laughs> fuck. Because because they have unfinished business, bro. Yeah. All the way from that scene that fucking captivated me from this movie to and begin
0: with. this is the first time we kind of see Johnny Ringo a little bit scared mm. because he even says like, I was just fooling. Mm. You know, and then Doc's like, I wasn't. Mm. And
2: he's like, all right, all right, longer, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and then they're like, they're about to draw guns, right, dude? Mm-hmm. But then they—they they have like an aerial shot of how like far apart. They're very close to each other, mm-hmm. dude. Right? I—I I always imagine that like when there's a shootout, they're far from each other. Yeah. This is like the closest I've ever seen a shootout ever fucking happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like fucking Doc is like smoking a cigarette, which he fucking shouldn't be <laughs> to begin with. Yeah. And then he says, "Say when," right? And then they draw their fucking weapons and he fucking shoots Ringo right in the fucking head, bro. Yeah, he's like, come on, come on. <laughs> and he says, you're no Daisy. What the fuck does that mean, bro? That's like one like quote I did not understand. Uh, you're no Daisy? What the fuck is that? I think he was trying to say, like, kind of that he...
0: Ringo always portrayed himself or carried himself as a badass. Mm-hmm. And, like this this guy that was, like, top shit. And then when he actually... You know, because he even says, like, oh, it's Johnny Ringo, the deadliest pistolier since, mm-hmm. you know, whoever, Billy, whatever. Wild Bill. Or Wild Bill, like right? Yeah. And then now that he pretty much smoked him, he's saying, like, you're just, like, you're just, you were full of shit. You're just a, a bag of hot gas, right? Mm-hmm. That's, what he, that's what he said, like, you're no daisy at all. Like
2: I see. That's what I
0: at least think. It, I could be completely wrong.
2: But... Uh, I just thought it was so dope that he still had a cigarette in his fucking hand. While well, he fucking shot him with the other dude uh-huh. to make it look kind of easy. Do, dare I say easy? Yeah. It looked a little effortlessly, right? That's how fucking badass Doc Holiday is.
0: And they even make it out to be because he draws his gun, shoots him in the head, and then he like reholsters it. Mm-hmm. And then he's just saying like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Like he doesn't even have his like, like he's not ready to kill him. Like he,
2: yeah. he's no threat. Yeah, he shows him his badge too, huh? And he even says, "Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a hypocrite too, mm-hmm. right?" Because he doesn't like fucking Law and Order, dude. Oh yeah, he's been yeah. Been a criminal and shit. Uh. That's why he didn't like Behan, like you said, like earlier, exactly, bro. Yeah, and that uh. that's kind of what
0: also made Ringo
2: be like, "All right, let's do it then." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then why it shows up, you know, he's relieved as a motherfucker, right? Because <laughs> like the reality is, there's only one motherfucker that would have killed that should have killed Ringo, yes. and that was fucking Doc Holiday. And they were playing it up the whole movie, pretty yeah. Pretty. And so the next scene is just Wyatt and his new crew with fucking Doc killing the rest of the Cowboys, bro. Mm, They're about to fucking kill Ike, dude. And Ike, being the fucking coward that he is, writes off in his horse. Mm. He takes his red sash and fucking leaves it, bro. (laughs) And it's gone. So he's no longer in the Cowboys like the little bitch that he is, dude. He'd rather not get killed and shit. Mm. Right? And then, dude, the next scene, because that's basically the end that you see about the Cowboys, dude. Yep. That's it. They pretty much all got fucking killed off right there except for Ike. Uh, Wyatt is now visiting Doc. He's kind of like in an assisted living home, dude. Yeah. Right? And you even see the pastor right next to him. Mm-hmm. It's basically meaning that Doc's about to die, man. Yeah, actually. It's basically yeah. what it's saying. Mm-hmm. And so one, this is basically the last interaction that Wyatt and Doc have. And how better that they play cards together, bro. They play poker. And Doc, all fucked up that he is, dying still fucking wins at a game of cards, dude. Mm-hmm. Right? And then Doc fucking tells him, He tells Wyatt, "I want you to say goodbye to me right now, and I want you to get with Josephine." He doesn't say Josephine, but he says the actress at the play, right? Uh Yeah. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. (laughs) He knows what's (laughs) up. Yeah, and then as like Wyatt says, like he basically promises that he will. He fucking grabs his hand and fucking leaves, and then fucking almost immediately, fucking Doc looks at his feet, and he says something. I don't remember his last words, and he just fucking
0: says like. It's funny that you brought that up. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay. Or he says something like that, right? Like, this is funny or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, that's funny, right? So I had looked this up a long time ago, maybe like 15 years ago now, but I was like curious about that scene too. And this the explanation behind it is that Doc was suffering from tuberculosis, but right. he was also a raging alcoholic, right? Mm-hmm. So that last scene where he like takes a deep breath and he opens his eyes and looks at his feet, is they call it like a moment of clarity mm. and that's like when somebody is like a severe alcoholic there's there's like one point where you kind of like immediately get sober and you just kind of like gain this understanding so that's kind of like right before he dies he like because he was drunk but in the hospital bed he probably wasn't drunk because right. he was like bedridden
2: he could be pilled up though he could be yeah. But, yeah. but
0: after all his suffering he finally like opens his eyes and that was like kind of like his moment of clarity
2: right before his death. Fuck. Damn, bro. Yeah. And, and this happens right as soon as, like, Wyatt walks away, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. And then in the next scene, Wyatt is out in Colorado. It's snowing outside. It looks fucking nice, man. Mm-hmm. And then Wyatt meets with Josephine, who's at a play, man. And they basically, he basically, like, tells her like, I want to marry you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Yeah. And she even says, like, to live on room service, he's like, Oh, it's okay. My family's rich. Yeah, right. Gonna be a more perfect ending, right? <laughs> and they dance in the snow, they're together. There's a narrator. The narrator says that fucking what happened next was that like fucking Ike died. He got shot. Hmm. Uh Maddie fucking died from that opium. Yep. Right? Virgil became the new sheriff, even though he can't even use his left arm. Yep. And then years later. Way back in, like, uh, nine, 1929, they end up saying that uh, when he became an old man, Wyatt died. Uh, I forget what he did, but there was, like, uh, like actors from, like, Hollywood at that time. They were at his funeral. Yeah, it's like in you know, the of 20s, them, right? And, yeah, and one of them wept. Mm-hmm. And that ended probably the fucking sickest Western film I've ever seen in my life, bro. Tombstone, man. What a fucking film, brother. I oh man, I raised my fucking glass today. I have a can, but fuck. <laughs> Cheers. Mm. Please go out everywhere and watch Tombstone, man. That is a fucking phenomenal movie. It's a hell of a ride. You'll won't be disappointed with this Yeah. Movie. Dude, I uh, I'm not a smoker. Mm. But Tombstone makes me want to smoke a cigar, dude. Ugh. When Kurt Russell like smokes a cigar and he starts slapping the shit out of Billy Bob. Mm. Have me a cigar, man. I got a cigar but... right here? No, no. <laughs> I'm bitching then. I'm being yeah. a bitch. <laughs> but yeah. All right, bro. So let's get into like some of the later work for some of these actors and actresses, all right? Mm-hmm. All right. So I've just uh we've already done Kurt Russell Grip at times. So we don't need to do him, right? Yeah. Uh some someone I want to bring up, dude, is Bill Paxton again, all right? The one movie I want to bring up, dude, is fucking true lies, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in this movie, dude. Yep. Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis in that movie. Fuck. Oh yeah. you know what i mean but bill paxton's in this fucking movie dude and he's he plays this like fucking like scumbag fucking like used car salesman salesman, dude Uh there's this like dude he doesn't have a a mustache in this movie Uh and just the way he looks he has such a punchable face dude so when arnold fucking hits him when they're driving dude ah (laughs) fucking good shit i miss bill paxton man what a fucking great talent he was you got anything on bill paxton brother
0: Mm, nothing's jumping to mind other than, you know, Aliens, obviously, yeah, right? Yeah. No, Game over, man. Game really. over. Yeah. But, um, you know, aside from Frailty, which yeah. I actually thank, love. Man. Dude,
2: thank you for, like, bringing that to my attention, bro, because up until I want to say, like, because I saw, I saw Bill Paxton in, like, Weird Science. Mm-hmm. I saw him in, Chet, uh, yep. yeah. I, I, like, all these, like, other movies, dude. Like, it wasn't until I saw Frailty that I was like, all right, this is his best fucking movie, dude.
0: Yeah I've, yeah, I've seen him in so many things that I just, I always enjoyed him. I've never like, yeah. oh, Bill Paxton. You know, yeah, Never exactly. once. Never exactly, once. Exactly, brother.
2: Yeah. He's so fucking good, man. Uh, the next person I want to bring up is Val Kilmer, dude. Mm-hmm. And there's a movie that I, I, I got to say, dude, I watched <laughs> this movie when I was a kid, man. Mm-hmm. I have not watched it in many years. And when I say many, say, I I want to say 20 years. But as a kid, I remember watching this movie. Let me know if you watched it, brother. And that is
0: Willow. Yes, I have seen that movie. Fuck, dude. How, <laughs> how
2: recently have you seen it, dude? I want to
0: say it's probably like 2010, I think was the last Okay. Time. So it's been a while. Is it? Is it good still, dude? I Fuck, it's, that's already, what, 14 years ago now? So, fuck. I don't That's the one where he's like the elf, right? No,
2: no there's an elf in there. And then what but the he, fuck was his name, dude? <laughs> But, I, yeah, but you know which movie I'm talking it about. Of, right. It
0: kind of reminds me of, uh, what is the Legend or, mm. with Tom Cruise. It's, they're kind of like
2: similar. Chetan Cruz, yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. But yes, um, I'm going to have to go out of my way and check out Willow. Yes. There has been two people that have uh, told us to uh, for us to review Willow. Okay. So shout out to Diego Avila. All mm. right. <laughs> <laughs> he told us to fucking check that one out. Yeah. And yeah, man, so... Raise my glass to Val Kilmer, dude. He was mm-hmm. fucking awesome, dude. And the last person I want to get to is Thomas Hayden Church. He played Billy Clanton. Yes. Let me know if you've seen this movie, bro. And that is Sideways, dude. I love that movie. Okay, awesome, dude. I'm not gonna drink because... any fucking Merlot. <laughs> Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you out there, man, uh, the premise of Sideways may not like interest you, but but this is the premise: Thomas Hayden Church, Paul Giamatti are in a, are together, right? Mm-hmm. Thomas Hayden Church is about to get married. So they're going out to fucking Napa Valley and wine country, mm. I believe, right? Yep. And all he wants to do before he gets married, he wants to have one more sexual encounter. Mm. Uh, Virginia Madsen's in the movie. Sandra Oh is yep. in the movie. And just a bunch of stuff happens. Yeah. All right. Uh, I do, I remember watching that movie, dude, and saying to myself, when I get older, I might be that dude where I like to play golf and drink some wine. Well probably beer still, (laughs) but like probably wine, you know? I might be that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just such a like a fucking quaint movie. And it is. It's in my collection, dude. Yeah,
0: it was a bombshell of a movie at the time because like really resonated with a lot of people. Like the 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 wine thing was kind of um kind of it took like a backstage to the performances in that movie. Mm -hmm. But it definitely had this renaissance of people, you know, liking and trying wine. Like even people that didn't like wine, they'd be like, mm, mm-hmm.
2: "This is good." Yeah, you know,
0: even though it tastes like shit. <laughs> it made me
2: want to drink wine, honestly, I know. bro. Well, it not really me, did.
0: But... <laughs> oh fuck, it made me, dude. But oh. no, that that's a a great
2: a great film. Bottoms up to that, brother. Cheers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, brother. So what do you say, brother? Let's get uh, let's get our overall thoughts. This is your pick, dude. So let's have you go first. Give your overall thoughts, brother.
0: Tombstone. This is a movie
2: that I have seen
0: over twenty times yep. easily, probably more, probably closer to thirty. Um, I loved it when I first saw it as a child, and I still love it to this day. This is a movie I can put on, watch it from beginning to finish easily. This mm-hmm. is like by the time it's over, I'm like, damn, I just watched Tombstone again. You know, it just flies. Mm-hmm. The cinematography is great. The writing is great. The acting is great. The Past is amazing.
1: Excellent.
2: On,
0: so like, you see people like, well, that guy's in it? Oh, man, Billy Bob when he's chunky. <laughs> chunky back in 1993. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, it's just great. Overall, I'm going to give this one 9.5 out of 10.
2: Ooh, fuck yes. I love it, brother. Uh, for those of you out there, if you're new to us, because I have gotten some messages about our ranking system. Uh-huh. So 8 and above is elite range, hence the, the number 8 on Dominator. All right, so seven is a B, six is a C, so and so forth. You get the point, all right? Uh-huh. So eight is an A, nine is an A+, ten is an A++, all right? So for, let me just clear that out there before we get in. If you're new to the podcast and shit like that. All right, so let will give you my overall thoughts. Nine and a half is a good score, brother. Uh, overall, man, I love this movie, bro. This is such a quotable film, man. The cast was excellent. Easily, undoubtedly, I have never seen Val Kilmer anything better than this, dude. It is a fucking crime that he didn't even get nominated for an Oscar. He was that fucking good in it. Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite uh, Kurt Russell performance. Maybe The Thing. Maybe that one, dude. I go back between him and White Earp and fucking Like The Thing, you know? Gotcha. Uh, this is one of Bill Paxton's favorite performances man Mm. just i can't say enough about the cast they were all so fucking perfect in this man i just like the whole like setting and everything i liked how like white earp uh, it wasn't just that he's a lawman it's also that he's flawed right like yeah he's married but he's now with fucking josephine too you know (laughs) um everything like it's just such a good fucking film dude i when i see this movie on i will stop and watch it to the end man and I, I have no problems watching it every fucking day if I wanted to. I love this fucking movie. My personal favorite western of all time. Give me nine and a half stars out of ten, brother. Hell yeah. The same thing. I fucking love this movie, dude. Please go out of your way and watch Tombstone. Have yourself a fucking beer, shot of whiskey, do whatever the fuck you want. Have a cigar. You're mm. going to enjoy. You have my work. Mm. Bottoms up, brother, to that? Cheers. Cheers. Mm. All right, and we're going to end it right there, man. Thank you all so much for taking the time out of your day to join us for this fucking uh, five seasons, brother. Yes. Five fucking seasons. We're going to keep continuing, man. Yeah. Next, we did Danny's pick. Next week is going to be my pick, man. Yeah. And you're going to see some shit, all right? <laughs> so, bro, you got some you got some foreign films to catch up on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this next one, man, that's all I'm going to say about that one, man. So remember to be kind to of one another. If somebody is trapped in a... Mexican restaurant. Help them out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Much love to all of you. Please continue to to, uh, support the podcast. Love you all. Bottoms up. Peace. See you later. Thank you for sticking with us to the very end. Please join us next week as we review one of the greatest foreign films of all time. And that movie is City of God. The film directed by Fernando Meirelles. Please do yourself a favor and watch this incredible film and then join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all and bottoms up.